first time i think that's what i said last time i was hammered or no last week <laughs> hi i'm ween and i'm your other horror host re where i went to canadian town re yeah i went to canadian town miss ray and we are um horror movie fans yep welcome to booze boobs and blood podcast mm-hmm. last week we were hung, we were hung the fuck, the fuck over. over oh mm-hmm. girl because the day before we record. I was a guest for your other podcast, mm-hmm. um, Chicklet Book Club Podcast. <laughs> actually, I don't know if that. It is. Oh, okay, actually. sweet. <laughs> that worked out nicely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was hammered. I think we all were feeling oh, no pain man. because we played a little game on there called like <laughs> "Sexy Santa Says," <laughs> and we got to this part where he had to take a drink. He was like, "Cheers, drink." Yeah. And I think yep. that did us all in. I think that did was we? the that I just was kept the, drinking. <laughs> well, no, we kept drinking, but I think that was the downfall. That well, was like the, that was the inciting the incident. Right. Yes, right, beginning of the end. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Hey guys, um, so for this week, yeah, it's our it's our holiday celebration. Yay! Yay! It's our life day celebration. Um, we're doing. <laughs> two and a half, because I will talk a little bit about the the, the just, middle one. Yeah, I just, just I, I want I want to explain it to you because no, you're yeah. gonna fucking it's you're gonna it's I'm bonkers excited, bonkers shit. So we're talking about Black Christmas 1974 and Black Christmas 2019. Um, let's just say that one of these is really good. Yeah, another one is a pile of garbage. Oh, yeah. Garbage. I, when it, I was 20 minutes in and I texted Ray and I was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> I, that was around the time where I was like, "Oh, this is bad. Yep. This is going to be I don't real like bad." This is headed. I don't no, like it. <laughs> there was no Carrie Elway's saving this movie. Uh, God, he's good I looking. I love him. Ugh, God, he is smoking so, still. So I call him. I call him sexy all throughout my notes, but yeah, sexy. Because he is <laughs> Wesley. He could be my sexy Santa. Yeah, right. Wesley. Oh, um, hey, Miss Ray. Huh? What tickled your pickle this week? Ah, shoot. Can you... Can, oh, can I'm you gonna come ask, back to that? Yeah, let's go back. Right. Let me do, I mean, what tickled your pickle this week? So, <laughs> two things. Mm-hmm. One, I got Miss Ray's Christmas present. Yeah! Yay! Yay! She got me a shirt that says a Deborah Hill production, for those who who may have forgotten, was one of the... Was the producer of the first Halloween movie and mm-hmm. a handful thereafter with John Carpenter. Yeah. Um, and she was... Amazing. She mm-hmm. was wonderful, a wonderful person, and you know, yay women in the arts. Woohoo! Well, I mean, it, it, if you've listened to this, yeah, if you listened to this to uh, our first episode, I believe I say maybe for Christmas. Mm. So I got on. I'm excited. Yeah, maybe at the break I'll put it on. But um, the other thing is, um, in the beginning of the week. I babysat my little munchkin uh, nieces. They're so sweet. They're 8 and 10. And we had a good old time. Mom and dad went to a concert. What? Um, My sister is into metal music now. (laughs) What? I mean, not that that's... (laughs) 
But like, it's the, so I know out of your sister, right? Right. And I'm like, wait, what? We like the same bands. What is that about? But she's into it, and she's learning. She's learning to play the guitar. You know, just for funsies. Cool. You. My boyfriend is kind of like giving her some lesson, a couple little lessons, mm-hmm. and and whatever thing, uh, fingering. <laughs> um, but my ne- nice segue, uh, Ween. So we. <laughs> So my nie- I was watching my nieces and we had a good time. I took them Aww. shopping, shopping with Auntie Ween. Nice. It was fun. Nice. Yeah, good old time. Yeah. They're very sweet. They antagonized the shit out of each other, but I mean, it's just like me and my <laughs> sister. Like we weren't physical. We just we, we were just catty as hell. Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sure you could. Really- <laughs> yep. Some things don't change, oh, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, but- I remember the physical fights. Though my sister really? got like, yeah, we she only oh, she she did that. Yeah, she's ten years older than me. So. Oh well, there's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so those are my pickles. I like, it. I like yeah. them. Um, I was sitting here thinking, and I literally have nothing. How sad is that? Um, my you know what? My pickle pickle is seeing your beautiful face today. Oh, so there you go. I mean, how you flatter me, man. <sighs> I mean, I, flattery I, will get you everywhere. Yeah, well, we watched. Um, I mean, you guys are not going to be excited about this, but that's fine. I mean, my, one of my favorite books, uh, The Hating Game, it was made into a movie, and yeah. it came out this, well, it came out a couple weeks ago at this point, but we finally watched it for my other podcast, and it's really good. It's really yeah. good, guys. And Austin Stowell, I would like to throw all the legs over it oh, and yeah. climb him like the tallest tree on the planet. Backward, forward, sideways, don't care. Oh, Jesus. Whew. My first <laughs> note when I, we were taking notes on it, I was like, this guy is fucking gorgeous. That yeah. was it. So, yeah. Um... That's that's about it. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> All right, um, guys, we're gonna take a little break, Whee! and then come back and talk about Black Christmas. We're back. And this time, I did not have the Ghostbusters song in my head. Hey, One of these days, maybe I should buy it. Like buy, you yeah. know, and then like input it every time. No, we shouldn't do that. Anywho, 1974 Black Christmas directed by Bob Clark. What is the really interesting thing about Bob Clark? I'm glad you yeah. asked, Ray. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> so, so I learned watching various YouTube videos about uh, P.S. Uh, Black Christmas 1974. These are specifically titled Black Christmas. <laughs> um, this was... <clears throat> Not the first, but among the first, um, you know, slasher films mm-hmm. of, of your mm-hmm. and directed by Bob Clark. Bob Clark also directed what 10 years later? Uh, it was like not, that. it was 1980, I think it was, it was just 80, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so six years later, he yeah. directed another Christmas film, guys, <laughs> A Christmas Story. Uh-huh. Yay! That took a sharp turn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that that bunny suit was enough to cause yeah. nightmares. Yeah, we wear a clear pink nightmare. Well, and that this original script was it was called "Stop Me," uh, and Bob Clark was like, "Yeah, I don't like that. Let's call it Black Christmas." <laughs> Thank God. Oh, we're <laughs> yeah. Um, he also John Carpenter was. Um, a huge fan of this movie mm-hmm. and mind you um, Black Christmas came out in 1974 and Halloween came out in 78 so mm-hmm. he got in touch with Bob Clark and was like dude love this movie what are your plans do you have any plans with it for the two, for the, like, for like a, maybe for, a sequel for, and, right. and Bob was like man I don't really want to do a sequel <laughs> yeah. who does that sound like um, <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> 
Can't blame him, I guess. No. But John was like, okay, but if you had to do something with it, what would you do? And and I was like, well, you know, a slight idea I kicked around was, you know, having the the uh, an- the main antagonist eventually be incarcerated and escape <laughs> from a prison on another holiday. Do you know what holiday? <laughs> you might have been referring to. Halloween. <laughs> yeah. He was gonna have him escape on Halloween and have that be called, you know, mm-hmm. Black Halloween or just Halloween or I don't know. <laughs> but then John was like, "Hmm." Stri- rubs the non-existent goatee. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And thus, Halloween was born. Right. And Black Christmas was, you know, you can see now. Mm-hmm. And having watched this, there was a lot of influence. Oh, 100%. on the first Halloween movie, mm-hmm. the, the POV um, yeah. point of view. Um, Killer's point of view, kind of camera angles and things. Not mm-hmm. the first, but no, definitely but definitely you could inspired you could, by exactly um, the the um, original script actually featured more murders, uh, or the murder scenes were more graphic. I should say they were uh, more graphic because this is like this could easily be PG thirteen. Yeah. And yeah, I, I mean, so. there's no boobs. apart from the language. Well, apart from the language, though. Oh well, there's yes. Some, yeah. There's some hello language. In there's there. some hello language in, the, in that poster of those <laughs> people doing it. That's about it. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's really interesting going on that same vein. Uh, NBC scheduled this film to uh, be, be uh, premiere on like primetime. You know, it's like they, they would do after like about yeah. four years later, in 1978. Uh, but they were going to change the title to Stranger in the House. But on January 15th, 1978, two female students at the Florida State University were murdered by an assailant who broke into the sorority house where they lived. Mm. So um, three other young women in this immediate... I remember... I forgot what the name of this the killer is. Let's say Tallahassee something. Uh, the three other women in the immediate vicinity were attacked and assaulted. NBC received numerous pleas from locals to pull the movie from broadcast. Yeah. Later, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, I can see... Um, I get that. Oh, wait. Duh, because it's Ted Bundy. That's why. <laughs> My brain just Oh, it was Ted. <laughs> yeah. There we go. What's wait. that guy's name? Who's that? Uh... There, there was another killer down in Florida that yeah. had, who did something similar around that same time. He's like Tallah- Tallahassee killer or something oh. like that. But yeah, no, I was like, this sounds familiar. Oh, yeah, because he, he uh, killed Ted a woman Bundy. with a there log. Is. That's yeah. right. I forgot about right. that. Right, 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 right. Oh, so... that, you know that guy, Ted Bundy. Um, so, yeah. Um, this movie, man. This movie's fucking baller. Um, I... I really yeah it really is it really is this is like i don't want to say i'm honestly maybe six or seventh watch for me i just fucking love this movie i yeah, love it it's really good um so we start off and we see this creepy guy like climbing into this yeah. attic and you're like yeah. well okay yeah and again talking about <laughs> that first person perspective that's what yeah. you're seeing him climbing He's in the attic. looking through the window at mm-hmm. these sorry girls and then decides to Scale the house up the lattice and enter through the attic. I wrote, a mouth... <laughs> we open on a sorority house having a party. Meanwhile, a mouth breather with a severely deviated septum stalks outside the house. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we all sat in front of somebody oh. like that in class. Or next to them in a cubicle. Uh, uh. My first note is, party can start. Lois Lane is here. <laughs> Margot fucking Kidder looked great in this Margo. movie. Yeah, she did. She looked great. I mean, she was only this. How old was she in this movie? Like uh, mid twenties, late twenties. She was older than the girls, I think. But I think not so. by a lot. Not by a lot, but I mean, she'd already been Lois Lane at this point. Yeah. 
So yeah. yeah. Um, um, as we, as the, we see the, uh, ugliest Christmas tree on the planet. Yeah. Ever. Oh God, that fucking Christmas tree was disgustingly <laughs> ugly. It was hideous. Like I, yeah, I wanted to, to, I wanted it to go aflame just like <laughs> Christmas vacation. Martha Stewart, that shit. Yeah. I wanted it to, in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get a wow. little closer to the yeah. fire. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're closing in on a party, um, that the sorority girls are having and, uh, they have some boys on there. Mm, there's some interesting fellas at <laughs> this party. Yeah. Good on Fro guy, though. Oh my god, that Fro was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll, we get introduced to one of... I just wrote, oh, fuck, Chris is hot. Chris is fucking banging. You didn't like him? You didn't think he was good looking? He's 70s hot. Well, what? <laughs> he had a he had the face though. I was yeah. like, I can't. I mean, we've talked about like people who are either, like either little, dead now or like, like <laughs> you're right. You like just little beaver pelt, did you? I don't know if that was it. I don't know. If that he was... had his fur coat on. Yeah, like, so I, Canadian. I don't, I don't um, care. Meanwhile, like halfway through, it wasn't until halfway about halfway through this movie that I was like, that guy, the guy that plays Chris, is straight up Canadian. Holy shit, his accent. Yeah, and Ray was like, uh. Yeah, it was filmed film in Canada. <laughs> I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, well, I think that for, for us, the Andrea Martin should have been the, the, yeah. the clue on that one. Me too. I don't know if she comes down here for anything right. anymore. So, so just before the party breaks up, Barb gets a bummer call from oh, her yeah. mother, who apparently is a, quote, gold-plated yes. whore. <laughs> I wrote that too. You're a real gold-plated, gold-plated whore, mother. Whore. Oh. Love it. Um, Boy. Boy, boy. Then we get a, we we get we get the right, phone call. Yeah, right after all the gentlemen leave, mm-hmm. right at the gentlemen callers, right after they all leave, they get a call from a Harvey Firestein knockoff that they call them the, <laughs> the moaner. moaner. Barb looks so. Barb is you said Barb is uh, is um, Margot Kidder. Yeah. Barb looks kind of turned on. Barb. Yeah. Barb. She's like kind. She's into it a little bit. I was like Barb. No. Yeah. No. But that it might They're just be all the, like all the girls are surrounded by the by the receiver, right? Mm-hmm. And this, you know, get out get out your history books, kids. These these were all uh, rotary, uh, rotary phones. phones, right? So mm-hmm. there was no like speaker. There was not. Mm-mm. But they're all listening to this. And this this guy. Oh, I have some quotes by the way. Do you have? Oh, that? I do. I do. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Uh, the motor breathes heavily and screams obscenities. And this lasts for like mm, a solid minute that they're listening to this. Uh, let me quote. Let me lick your piggy little cunt and nope. other fun things like I'll lick your pretty pig clit. Yep. I'm like a tuna farm, baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. What the fuck does that mean? Well, then he ends it with I'm going to kill you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's how he ends up. Yeah. No, I have yeah. no, tuna farm. Well, you know, tuna, but I mean, tuna. I guess. Thank you, subtitles. I would not have heard that because it was oh, I, pretty indecisive. Again, we, we've right. stated that, that Nina subtitles. and I can't hear anymore. No. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Who? What? What? Yeah. Um, so I constantly have them on because uh, I am. So Barb tells old. him to right. So Barb tells him to fuck off, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "I'm gonna kill you," and she hangs up, and she's like, "Whatever the fuck." And the girls are like, "Dude, Who's you scared." I mean, Claire yeah. especially is very scared. She is kind of and the token, the, like virginal ask which is yeah. funny because she's the one with the, the sex poster on the wall right but she's also Oops. the youngest one. she's also the youngest yeah. yeah and you know the most naive probably too mm-hmm. and oh barb gosh god, god bitch. bitch i know she says to her or the girl was like yeah but they're you know we have to take these we should take this more seriously you shouldn't say things like that you know there was some there was a girl in town that was raped yeah and then yeah. barb responds with 
Darling, you can't rape a townie. Wow. Wow. So Barb is halfway down the downward spiral and is wasted. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, But Claire goes up to her room, starts to pack, because her dad's coming to pick her up the next morning. And uh, mm-hmm. she is strangled in her closet, yeah. asphyxiated with a plastic, with plastic like they put over dry cleaning. Yeah, um, like a yeah garment bag or whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought I don't know if you noticed, but I st- ever since you started talking about audio things, I'm mm-hmm. starting to kind of listen for it more. Mm-hmm. Um, what I found uh, interesting was the use of loose piano strings during this time. Mm. There was there was like like they were plucking them. Yeah. And they're loose, so they're, you know, and, oh, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and almost like they were taking some kind of object and like scraping across mm-hmm. like uh, piano strings because it was kind of scrapey, but mm-hmm. also way out of tune. And it wasn't yeah. a piano like like a drum thing or whatever you call that, the pedal hitting the yeah. striking, you know, the string. It was like somebody was scraping at like an upright piano. If you've ever, I don't know if anybody has ever seen an upright piano being taken apart and put back together. But this was something my old man used to do as a hobby mm-hmm. was do player pianos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, <clears throat> you know, the strings would be exposed and sometimes I'd like, dong, dong, like hit it. <laughs> but I thought it was interesting. Yeah. I mean, it, it does. It's atmospheric for, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. definitely keys up the, because you don't, I mean, that's the thing about this movie. Like I said, it could be, you know, it could be PG-13. You could literally like just if put it weren't on... for the language, it easily yeah. could have been. Yeah. And, right. and, and the, 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 the murders the... are very like, you do not see them for the most part. What was the first Halloween? Wasn't it PG-13? Or was oh, it R? I think it was R. Yeah. No. Yeah, well, actually, because at that point, because it wasn't until like, it wouldn't have been PG. This was not PG-13 because they didn't have PG-13 yet. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the next morning, Mr. Harrison comes to pick up Claire, but she's yeah. not there. Um, uh, this we also get. Um, We're introduced. Oh, to we, went, we didn't Peter. Forget, sorry, we we also have to introduce Mrs. Mac. Mrs. Mrs. Mac. So let's rewind. Go back to the party. Okay. Mrs. Mac shows up, and they give her the ugliest fucking shirt oh. on the planet. It looks oh, like yeah, house coat bad. or something. Yeah. It's ugly. And Mrs. Mac is the and I didn't realize the this, but she was the house mother, mm-hmm. and. Um, I kind of forgot about that because a girlfriend of mine now in present day, the house mother isn't an actual grown adult. I mean, it is, but like not an older person. Like, because a girlfriend oh, of mine was the house it, mother for her sorority and uh-huh. she was like senior. Yeah. So that's kind of how they do it nowadays. Mm-hmm. But back in these days when things were a little more conservative and everything, the house mother was an actual like, uh, like mid middle age to. Yeah. You know, yep. to senior because they usually get free aboard. And, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. And she kind of helped take care of the house and everything. Uh, Mrs. Mac is the fucking bomb. dot com. She, she is hysterical. Has liquor she, hidden all over the house. She hides one in a book. She hides one in the back of the toilet. toilet the water tank. The water yep. tank. Mm-hmm. And, and where's the last one? The last one's in the closet. Yeah. Oh, but it was empty. Yeah. It was empty. I was like, <laughs> shit. She, I, when she opened the, and then there's one in her purse, I think. Well, when she started opening the um the the medicine cabinet, yeah. I was like, oh, she gonna start drinking scope now? Is that what's happening? She gonna resort pure to pure rubbing alcohol? Yeah. Right. Um. But she's funny. She's a funny, God. funny character. Um. Because I'm assuming it's a, but that's the thing. I didn't want like. I would have. Other than that, I would have assumed it was a dry house. But I mean, they just had a party. With liquor. 
Yeah. And Barb gets drunk a lot. I don't know. We have Jess. Jess is going to be our, our protagonist. She yes. is like the hero, the heroine of this movie. Yeah. And we kind of get from her language when she's talking to her boyfriend on the phone that she's pregnant. And she, but she's like, I have to t- kind of like, I want to tell you in person. So she yeah. shows up and we get to meet. To his, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, okay, wait. Um, and he, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she meets him at, he's a, con- he's a student of the conservatory mm-hmm. at their college. Um, Olivia Hussey, who plays Jess. Oh, she's so pretty. So pretty. I love her hair. Mm-hmm. Um, decides to have this, you know, private conversation with Peter, her boyfriend. And she, like you said, tells him that she's pregnant and here's the abortion talk. Yeah, because he because he says <clears throat> you can't make a decision like that. Mm-hmm. Don't you ever consider anyone but yourself? Mm-hmm. Fuck mm-hmm. you! But this was also 1974, literally the year the after year after Roe v. Wade. Wade. Mm-hmm. And I think honestly, I think Bob Clark handled this very well for its time. Yes. Yeah. Now. Mm. I don't, we know what do you mean? So. Because, because I know there was no shame or any sort of like not on her put on, her but he that. shamed her. Well, right, he and was a total dick. He he is, yeah, absolutely. But I think that's to me the the way they they make that character. I mean, by the end of it, you like fucking want to kill Peter in general just because oh, he's yeah. a douchebag. He's, he's a, a huge douchebag. So it's kind of his mo that he's not. He's going to be like. You know, because part of it to me, I think, is he he's not excelling at his craft, his because he's a pian- he's a pianist, so he's not he's not succeeding there. Yeah. That this is one thing he could have, and she's taking this away from him. Not that I'm I, I'm not giving him, I'm not condoning what he says, but I think that's the thought process where he's at mentally yeah. is like, this is one thing I've done. I've now I can say that I'm a dad at least. Right. And she's things were very different. Things were know? very different. A but, lot of things were very different back then. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know how oh. we'd be different now. I mean, go ahead. No, 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 go. No, I was just saying, I, I don't know if we'd have that even, because <clears throat> I think anymore, now guys are more along the lines of, it is your, it is your choice. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was kind of an interesting viewpoint. Yeah. Because you never really think about it. Yeah. I never think of, I never think about men. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's funny. <laughs> I think about men <laughs> all the time. I got it. Yeah. I forgot to mention before that, that, um, before, um, Jess goes to see Peter and tell, tell yeah, him. Yeah, there's, there's a little bit there. There's, uh, after we kind of fall around Mrs. Mack, hilarious, um, there's a part where we cut to Claire uh, placed in a rocking chair in the, in the attic, attic with mm-hmm. still with a bag over her head. And we hear, um, and it's like the kill, we don't, you know, again, it's a point of view shot, but he's rocking the chair mm-hmm. and he's singing this paraphrased version of baby bunting oh what is that oh it's like a nursery rhyme from the 1800s did you look i did i'm looking at it it's fucking creepy um it's like little baby bunting daddy's gonna hunting Mm. and and here's the lyrics okay did you find it did you find it to wrap the oh okay so babe okay Bye, baby bunting. Daddy's gone a hunting. Gone to get a rabbit skin to wrap the baby bunting in. Gross. Yeah. It's 
kind of gross. You know, but with the head Strubel Peter, come on. I right. mean, Strubel Peter's fucking nuts as yeah. it is. Like, yeah. won't cut off your thumbs if you suck your thumb too much. I mean, it was rough. Yeah, <laughs> it was a it rough was, period. It was, it was a very different time. Yeah, yeah. Wild West. And you had like 16 kids back then. And right. You're like, ah, yeah, and you, you know, you both shared a bathtub. Yep. Right. Yep. Right. Uh, but he, instead of calling her, um, to wrap the baby in, he calls her Agnes. Mm-hmm. And we're like, who's Agnes? We don't find out yet. Don't. And then we go to the conservatory. And then we and they have this conversation. And at um, the same time, there's um Claire's dad has shown up to pick up Claire and they can't find her. That poor guy. And you know, he's very stoic and very like conservative. Yeah, and he, but he's like, well, I looked around, he's like, Shh, I don't like it. What he's like, I do not like condone what she knows like the path she's taking or how she's living her life because he's looking around and there's like this it's a peace sign poster but it's like two people doing it and it's yeah. I actually was like I kind of want that I know, um, <laughs> I know. symbolically I really like it. yeah but there was like liquor all over the, she's you know it's very very funny very and um, but at the same time, sad because she's upstairs. Yeah. Um, but then and they, they don't—they they never go in the attic, so they nobody do, ever does. They so they never don't think do. to look. So then they go to uh, the sorority is hosting like a charity function. <laughs> oh, I, for I mean, like underprivileged kids. And Barb continues to role model children. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so the first time—the first thing we see of this party is this fucking Santa Claus holding a child. Oh my god! Saying like fucking bitch. I was I like, know. Santa's got a dirty mouth, and this oh kid's kind of like looking at him like. What is happening? Um, so bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's wearing, and she's feeding this one kid her drink. Yeah, Bar- Barbie's getting a fucking kid lit. <laughs> um, um, the house gets another creepy call. This time, the caller plays multiple roles in his one man show. Uh, where did you put Agnes, Billy? Is one of the things yeah. that he says. Creepy. Um, where is, I have this written here and I don't know where it comes in. These broads would hump the leaning tower of Pisa if they could get up there. <laughs> I think that's Nash. That's one of, yeah. No, that was Mrs. Mack. That was one of the things oh, that's Mrs. Right. Mack that's says right. to herself. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> also, she kind of, I, at first I was like, is she like a piece of Mr. Harrison? I think she might. I don't know. <laughs> but, but no, by the end she was like, no, 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 nah, no. Way no. too consumed. Yeah. Um, so they... <laughs> So after the little kids party and they're, you know, Claire's, there's still no sign of Claire. Um, her father, Mr. Harrison, I wrote Claire's father. What's an, what's her name? And drunko kidder go to the police. Oh, uh, Phyllis and uh, <laughs> Phyllis, Phil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that Phil is Andrea Martin. So if anybody knows SCTV gotcha. or any, you know, that big fat Greek wedding, little Italy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is the best line. Is where so she goes to Nat. So this sergeant on the desk is named Nash, and he's a fucking doofus. And derp, she, yeah, oh, hundred percent. And she goes up to give him a phone number, and, he's, and she's like, um, exchange fellatio two zero eight eight zero, and he's like, he just looks at her. She's like, it's new. It's F-E. a new exchange. It's a new exchange. F e. And he's like, well, how do you spell that? See, I didn't realized that he didn't think that was a joke because I thought he was like mm, you know like really yeah. 
I thought that he thought she was joking with him until he asked then how to spell it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like, the, yeah. Oh, new no. to me. I hadn't heard of it, <laughs> and I wanted okay. to be like, "Of course you haven't. Of course you haven't heard of it, sir. <laughs> you haven't had it done, nor have you heard of it." Mm, gross. But I do have to say later on when that comes back as a callback. Oh, oh, it is so, so funny. fucking funny. So good. Um. Um. At this point, I think, after they uh, go to the police station to report the missing person, at the same time, Jess goes to find Chris, Claire's boyfriend, Mm -hmm. to see if maybe he's heard from her since, you know, they had. And uh, we meet Claire's boyfriend, Chris, (laughs) and he's playing hockey, and he's Canadian. It's so weird watching older films. maple syrup. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Yeah, I'm sorry. No, no, like... just that it's weird watching older films with exploiting stereotypes with such ease. <laughs> but I mean, if that's, I mean, if it's Canada, so I mean. Yeah, so it's, I guess. If it's you're that. filling it full of Canadians. Um, <laughs> and then we get, we get Peter playing this piece. So it, it shoot, goes over the conservatory. I so to try to look up what it was. It was awful. It was uh, really I, terrible. I just wrote, I fucking hate like, modern unrecon- classical music. Yeah, it was unrecognizable. It's like John Cage-esque bullshit. Yeah. Like, oh, I did write. Because after he, he, um, we don't see it here. It's like a couple scenes later where he, we find, I mean, the, the, the panel that's watching him, obviously he's not doing it well because they're not looking at him very, like, very, looking bored. Yeah. yeah. And he's sweating. I've never, and now, to let you in on a little secret, Lean and I worked in a, in a music school, in a music conservatory. So we've seen a lot of people play the piano. I've never seen someone sweat like that depends i have um when they're really intensely into it i'll tell oh, you Dan- one daniel he yeah. was a sweater yeah perspiring yeah. but he's amazing right amazing if, yeah. if any of you happen to be classical music fans out there daniel trifonoff daniel trifonoff um uh first name spelled d-a-n-i-i-l uh last name is t-r-i-f i-n-o-v Brilliant! This kid, kid, yeah. he was a fucking kid. He was a sophomore at the college when he won the fucking Tchaikovsky Award, yeah. the Tchaikovsky competition, uh, competition. Mm-hmm. and that's like the Oscars for classical musicians. Like he, yeah. he is that good. He's so new. But he's anyway, a yeah. nice kid too. So I mean, and he, but he also it also like you can really tell too if they have a lot of hair. Yeah, yeah and yeah. he had like floppy hair, and he would like. <laughs> well, and, but I think that is also. <clears throat> It was it's it's nouveau because it, to mm. to be that into it yeah because you have ones like Van Clyburn was never never played like that yeah like to where he was sweating yeah I mean I think that that's the new thing is to get so dramatic and then yeah. when hands are flopping everywhere <laughs> but anyhow he gets so he obviously it, it must not do well uh, again yeah. I can't tell because it's modern classical music and I fucking hate it yeah I do too. and he takes a a, a mic stand and he. <laughs> He, the base of it and yeah, it beats the <laughs> piano and I'm like that's why I was like oh John Cage this is a John Cage piece <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like excuse me that's a that's fucking pro- Steinway I was that I was like this isn't your property excuse you, me that's the school's property <laughs> like this is th- that piano costs your year's tuition yeah in 74 I'm gonna guarantee because it because then he, later he bitches about having to share a dorm like sh- share a room with six other right. shower with six other men and I was like well then don't fucking destroy pianos dickhead yeah dude anywho um, can you tell us can you tell that we're right. very involved so, with like, the music uh, world right uh, uh, I was <laughs> so after he 
beats up the piano. <clears throat> I was like, um, he's Def the killer. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm gonna call it right now. He's definitely the killer. And right, and right before this scene, we meet John, fucking Saxon. John, sexy Saxon. <laughs> John, yes, Saxon. sexy Saxon. Saxon. Even- John Saxon. Uh, for those who may be a little more familiar, he played Nancy's father in Nightmare on Elm Street mm-hmm. in the yeah, series. for this genre, but I mean, mm-hmm. he's been, yeah, I don't so oh, many movies. So gorgeous. He was, he was a very good looking man, even up until like, yeah, towards the end. Because he, he just, he, and it was really funny because I remember reading something where they're talking, about, or maybe it was, um, it was at, uh, one of those anthologies on Shudder, and they were talking about his hairline. <laughs> his hairline kept going back and back and back and back. <laughs> But I'm like, it didn't matter because no, I mean, in this one, no. his his hair is his very thin on top. About, There's something about his. Is his, it the eyebrows or the eyes or both? It's both. And it's, it's so his, striking. He, yeah, and his jawline and his. It's just he's like, just even in his old age, he was still very handsome. He was very handsome. Ugh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so good. he was in uh, Enter the Dragon. Mm-hmm. Joe Kid. He's in uh, he was he came back for New Nightmare too. And he yeah, almost he looked did. good looking in that one too. Yeah. But he's been on T V shows and stuff like that. Yeah. Um but yeah, so Hot. um uh all the girls that are left, question mark, and Chris <laughs> yeah. and my- and Mr. Harrison all join a man because meanwhile, while they're at mm-hmm. the police station, that's how simultaneously, we meet John right? Saxon. That's how we meet John Saxon is that he's interviewing this woman who is freaking out because her twelve-year-old daughter is missing Janice. Janice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that night, they all, everybody joins in uh, on this manhunt to, right. you know, like a search party to try to find this girl and. The college girls join because they're hoping that maybe they can also get a clue about Claire, maybe mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they do that, and then Claude the cat, Claude, is, Claude is in the attic looking uh, on the plastic mm-hmm. on Claire's bag that's on her face. Yeah. Um, why do cats love plastic bags? I don't know. They do. Why <laughs> do they also eat dead bodies? Don't know. Yeah, but but this is Claude in the attic. Meowing is what ma- makes Mrs. Matt because she's supposed to be leaving. Yeah, and makes this her is that like, na- oh, this is during so all the girls are out of the house the except party. for Mrs. Mm-hmm. Matt who's packing and waiting for her cab. Got yeah. it. Okay. And so and she, she, hears, she hears Claude, 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 <laughs> and part of me meow. Thinks, it was a low meow. Yeah, too. part of me thinks it might have been the killer just doing that so that he can get her up there. <laughs> but, so she gets up in the attic with her head up in the like up in the hole sticking out and she sees Claire and then she looks and then she sees the killer and he's got a hook and all we see are his hands right and he's very excited we can see that too he's very excited and he drops the hook and we don't see anything we just see her body getting pulled up like her legs her legs getting pulled up Mm -hmm. yeah Um, because he's got like on an anchor um, or like a a a pulley pulley yeah Yeah. so uh, again bloodless we don't see anything Mm. Um, but then he Freaks the fuck Oh, he freaks out. after the taxi he cab leaves. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mrs. Mack does not catch her cab, unfortunately. She's indisposed. Yep. And after the cab leaves, he starts freaking out. And, and there's no rhyme or reason as to why, besides the fact no. that he's, he's mentally like just, unstable. He's <laughs> destroying things and yeah. like, and like screaming to himself. Yeah. Isn't Barb also passed out in the house at this moment? She is. Because she has... <laughs> we missed the... Well, this scene is, doesn't really do anything. It doesn't go anywhere. Oh, just, right. But she's oh, Bar- fucking I had, hammered. Before they go to... You know, yeah. Before... After the uh, charity thing. 
And before everybody agrees to go on the search party, Barb decides to lift Mr. Harrison's spirits by enlightening him on the breeding habits of turtles. Yeah. <laughs> I just wrote, Barb goes to the zoo and watches animals fuck, guys. <laughs> I mean, that's what For she specifically says. She goes, I went to the zoo and I went and, and like, and specifically watched them. I was right, like, right, right. Okay, cool. I mean, you got nothing else to do. I'm going to get hammered and just go to the zoo. Right. That's probably not a good idea. Great. Great. Um, um, so then... They find Janice. Yeah, the search party does find uh, a body later confirmed yeah. to be Janice. And we... And it's kind of assumed... They never show it, though. Yeah, it's kind of assumed that this was another of Billy's... Yeah. Billy's kills. So, um, they're more all... Calls. Yeah, they're all dealing with that... I wrote Olivia, Olivia yeah, mm-hmm. Olivia the hussy. Oh, <laughs> uh, she's not a hussy. She's awesome. So Jess runs home and answers a ringing phone because Barb is passed the fuck out. It's our friend with DID, <laughs> D- dissociative identity disorder. Oh, uh-huh. Um, what back then though it was known as multiple personality, mm-hmm. but now it's known as uh, dissociative di- identity disorder. Uh, but this time, this is at post his freak out, right? Yeah. He's asking for help and to be stopped. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of sad. It, it Just to leave it. Yeah. But then he's still talking, you know, talking in the multiple voices. And mm-hmm. we, we're hearing, I think at this point we hear just about everybody. It's him, mm-hmm. somebody like his father, mm-hmm. and somebody like his mother mm-hmm. to this point. And they're talking about Agnes. And they're talking about Agnes, which I gleaned from it was maybe a baby sister or something. But, we, but it's never said, but you can kind of glean from it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, he left Agnes alone or something. Mm-hmm. And his parents, yeah. Um, so after after a quick change, she calls police. Oh, that's not before. That's, so she's she's she puts the phone down. And Peter fucking shows oh. up. Because she thinks. I can't believe I didn't write that. in the house. And I was like, way to be a creep, Peter. Way to be a fucking creep. Oh, no. No, I do have it. After after a change, no, she's on the phone with police when he creeps up on her. So she calls the police to report the calls. Finally, when Peter sneaks up on her from inside the house, mm-hmm. so he he has been in the house by this point, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, I was taking a nap on your bed." I was like, "Okay, creep. All right, cool, he's creep. the killer." So, <laughs> well, so, and then she tells him like. There's a girl missing. And he's oh, like, yeah. He can't give Look, two shits about He really that. couldn't. Just tells Peter about the murder girl and that Claire's missing. Quote, look, Claire's all right. Really, Peter? How- you fuck? <laughs> How do you know? Why are men? Oh, and Peter advises that he's quitting the conservatory. Yes. And proposes, kind of. I wrote, what a but way not. to propose. And he, yeah, his way of proposing is I'm quitting the conservatory and we're getting married. married. And she's like, no, are we? No, we're not. <laughs> we she's are? None of this. No. And uh, and I love her for it. Because she's Me like, too. No, no, we are not. Because I have lived your dream. I'm living your dream right now. I want to go and have my own dream. And I can. And it does not include a child right now. So right. it's that's what's happening. You can go suck it. And I fucking... And, and, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and he. Uh, uh, I also wrote, "Can someone kill Peter, please?" <laughs> Can honestly, kill Peter, please? honestly, please. Um. Uh. So Peter leaves in a huff while officers come to the house simultaneously to tap the phone. Right, but that there kids... before this, where is is ah! where the fellatio <laughs> joke comes to fruition? That's because so funny. 
So Saxon gets starts to call the house because she's, you know, yeah. she's called and said that there was, you know, these prank calls. And <laughs> and like cuz Chris has come in and Chris said they're have they're getting these these uh prank calls to the police officer because he yeah. knows he knows Saxon. Or I think Mr. Harrison overhears Nash right. on the phone with Jess. Right. And then Chris comes up because he, he hears the address and yeah. he's like, "Excuse me." Yeah, and, and that's Chris, why my daughter's missing. Chris knows Jack and John Saxon. Yeah. Um, uh, what the hell? Sexy is Saxon. What's her? Fuller. Ken? Fuller. Oh. And and he, um, Officer Fuller or Lieutenant Fuller or whatever. And so he he's like, "No, you need to, this is important. Right. Like, there's something going on." So that's why Saxon decides to call the house, and he picks up a piece <laughs> of paper that Nash has written. His like, buddy next to him in the dying. office is dying laughing, and Saxon's like, "What?" And he looks. And he's like, <laughs> Is this for real? They might just have I don't know. I, to me part of that feels like it it might be real. Like it might be a joke on John Saxon, the actor, because like he reacts like it like somebody it's fucked so with him. Funny. Um but oh, um so good. Uh, let's see. Uh oh, and he's like oh and he approaches Nash with the number and he's like are you serious? You, you fucking idiot. I swear to God. Um, but yeah, like, Tana Nash. They come, uh, Fuller and this guy Graham from the police, from the phone company come yeah. to tap the house, tap the phone, the house. And when they leave, fucking Peter's hanging out behind a tree. Yeah. Creep. Fucking creep. And when they go to leave, so not only is Peter outside creeping by the tree, yeah. which you're like, he's Let a fucking killer. Yeah. yeah, what a creep! No, hanging out behind trees ah. and the like. <laughs> so they station an officer mm-hmm. outside of the house in a car, mm-hmm. and Peter's out there. Mm-hmm. So then Barb finally wakes up to an <laughs> asthma attack and a nightmare (air quotes) of yeah. a stranger coming in her room. Um. And she has an asthma attack as she's waking up. Jess goes to tend to her, and she's like, "No, no, no, it's cool." And then she hears carolers or something, which and she gets back yeah. downstairs. Which I, I wrote is so. Is this to show Jess the child she'd be giving up if she aborts? Because she's it's like all I didn't these read shots too deep into that. Oh right, of these kids. And after a while, her face changes. Yeah, and I was like, because at first she's like, "Oh, carolers, yay. yeah." And then she's like, she is. It's very much like I don't it's know. It's uncomfortable. It's very weird because it, mm. it's it goes on for a while. Yeah, it does. Like it's not just like a here's the end of the song. It's like a whole fucking verse. Right, right. And but she just keeps looking at each of the child's faces, children's faces, and I was like, oh, is that what they're trying to say here? They're trying to say that this is. Like, I don't think they're trying to say I I don't think they're trying to say anything but I do think they are making things uncomfortable for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that, you know, if they really were trying to say something, I don't think they would have been as subtle. Or I think they would have been yeah, I think they would have been less subtle about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. With her, like maybe at the end she would decide to keep the baby. I don't know, yeah. whatever. Um, this is where we're. I mean, this is we're getting close to the end. Yeah, this is we like, are. It ramps up hundred percent. So, yeah, point. from here on, it's like mm-hmm. you know, sixty miles an hour. So the so the second time that someone comes into Barb's room, this is right after Jess is downstairs listening to carolers that came by, and mm-hmm. she's you know, so the sound is muff is distracting her from anything else happening. Billy makes a second attempt on Barb, this time stabbing her with one of her glass figures. The, the pointed end of a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Did you... Pl- 
and this was 74, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't the only one that had a sibling that collected that shit, right? Like little glass figures. And you see them in the mall sometimes. They're made of Strowski crystal yeah. and stuff like that. Um, God, neither are my, me or my, my, my sister used to have a ton of I know my mother yeah, does. Like, yeah. yeah they, and I was like, always like, that's such a waste of money. Yeah, money. money and t- it's like, a knickknack. Anyway, yeah. I don't like knickknacks. I don't either. So, um, but it's really, well, yes. okay. after that, let's keep this train going. After that, Jess gets another call. Um, and Billy, Billy waits it out. Says <laughs> one of the things that yep. Billy says yep. is just like having a wart removed, which is what, which is a callback. What Peter accuses, uh, 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 Jess of being like, of treating the abortion as like just going and having a wart removed. Fuck yourself. Yeah. And I wrote, come the fuck on, it's Peter! Yeah. <laughs> and my note is, Jess thinks the caller's color is Peter. <laughs> but then she, then he, so, so he ends up calling. Yeah. Uh, Peter actually calls. And he's like crying. You can yeah. tell maybe he's a little drunk. Yeah. I don't know, something. And he's like telling her not to abort the baby. And at the same time, she's embarrassed as fuck because she realizes there's the a cop p- listening to all yeah. this and it's it's a very Saxon. private matter yeah. and it's john saxon hello uh, <laughs> i'd be like uh, um john i was Sa- gonna jump your bones later but i guess not now uh, <laughs> but he's very actually very he very um professional I professional and, and very empathetic when he calls back and he's like would you care to tell me what that <laughs> was about and so he starts oh, to think it's She's like, not really, but I guess I kind of... And he's like, dude, but it's fine. I need to know everything and right. all the people around you. Because you might not think it's relevant, but it but might be it relevant. It might be. Right. Right. And No um, judgment, just tell me. Right. And he, and he... But then he starts thinking it's Peter, too. Yeah. Uh, but then he does bring up, uh, like, where was Peter when these oh, phone right. calls happened? And right. she's like, oh, well, he was he was here. He was so here. So he, he couldn't have been him. He was, but... Uh, how many phone lines are in the uh, house, Miss Ray? How many? Because well, because the last call was long enough. Billy went on long enough that we could that we could tap it, and we find out where where where's the call coming from? It's coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, like even a few minutes before this, I'm like, is this the first movie that did that? Mm-hmm. It's no. not. What was it? Uh, when a stranger calls. Ah. I should have known Hitchcock. Um, yeah, the girl. Oh, uh, Phil shows turns up at this point. Phyllis. Uh, they lock all the windows and doors. Some random people from the search party. Yeah, and I don't know what that with guns are like. Hey, hey, girls, what's up? We'll be back Locking later. Doors for you. and windows. And yeah. they're like, okay. Yeah, I would have been the same way. Right. Thanks, weirdos. Thanks. Um, but the, the, that whole somebody. scene was just to say. Oh my god, this is the only door that was locked. That was it. That so, was it. That was it. But we needed it. We needed it. So Phil disappears into Barb's room. And he said, oh man, I liked Phyllis. Um, there's another call. This time we see Billy dialing. Could this be in Mrs. Mark's, or Mrs. Mac's room? Boom! So there are three phones in the house, you guys. Two. Uh, one is... Like uh, on the upper level, and one is in the living room downstairs, mm-hmm. on one phone line. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Mack, the house mother, has her own phone line. This was like a one-off, mm-hmm. one-line, rando thing that was mentioned earlier in the movie. Mm-hmm. That Mrs. Mack has her own phone line. Yeah, which would make sense. It totally would make sense. 
but they didn't even think to right you know because they don't use it so so when saxon realizes this or is told that that's where the call is coming from the same address he calls nash derp Mm -hmm. and tells jess he gives him very specific instructions do not tell her what's going on he says nash just get her out of the if you blow this i'll kill you you. you. i guess nash is a dead man because he totally and wrote, of course he fucks it up right but i think actually I, I don't know what what else he would have been able to say to get her out of the house true true because at this point she's like because her friends are still there barb and phil you right. know and i i can't say that i wouldn't have been the same way right. right could be like i'm gonna go save myself and... right she goes upstairs and finds phil's and barb in barb's room dead mm-hmm. uh and billy is still in the same room yeah Mm-hmm. But she gets a she gets a shot off. She she um, hits him with the door. Yeah, and she, she slams can, his hand in the door. Mm-hmm. Also, one thing is, I just noticed in that scene that Barb's got a black wreath with liquor bottles on, and I was like, Jesus Christ, yeah. Barb, come on, right, come no, on. Barb has zero chill when it comes no, she to alcohol. Not. Barb Barb was, was a hot mess. Yeah, man. Um, so, so um. They have a little cat and mouse through the house. She mm-hmm. runs to the basement. Mm-hmm. And then footsteps go away. And then Peter shows up. Yeah. So the footsteps go away. She's uh, crawling through the basement for like a little place to hide. Right. And then she hears like some whistling. Like, oh, or, 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 and or there's like scraping at the and window. And scrapes at the window. And it's Peter. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like, her wheels are turning. And she's like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Is he the killer? Mm-hmm. And she's starting to like, he breaks in yeah. with the window and he, he's not very, I mean, he does kind of say, you know, what's going on? You know, are you okay? But he says the words, but his emotion behind it was oh, really I think part of it, creepy. I think he was drunk too. I think part of it was he was hammered. Possibly. Yeah. Because at the same and, time, because at, at this point. Uh, Fuller and uh, Fuller and another officer, the other officer that was in the uh, yeah. office with him, have gone to look for Peter yeah. and have seen the the beat up demoed yeah. <laughs> piano, and they're like, "Where is this cool. guy?" <laughs> then they find then they this find well the police officer the the one they have stationed at the at the house dead yeah. in the car. Yeah, so, um, so they're, they're outside. Flying. Yeah, they're outside. They can hear screaming inside. Yeah, and caught too. Yeah, get in the basement. And they find Jess passed out with a beaten Peter in her lap. She was carrying around a fire poker yeah. this whole time. Yeah. Go, girl. Well, Peter's dead. And Peter's dead. Right. And then they Jess um, is only just knocked out because she does kind of come to eventually. Mm-hmm. But she's like really halfway. <laughs> I wrote, cut to hospital. Wait, what? We find Jess asleep. So I thought, assumed, I made that my brain... Made the quick assumption well, we're go that we scene. had a close-up of her asleep. And I was like, oh, she's in the hospital. No, she's not. She's in her own bed. Yeah, and, no, and they leave her there. Everyone fucking just I leaves know. her. I was like, this girl just had a horrible what trauma. What the fuck? And she's pregnant. Can we, like, maybe... She's pregnant. Drop the fuck up. Right. <laughs> like, no, it's not worried about the baby that she's got inside of her either. Like, no. I mean... No. Yeah, I mean... Because the one cop knows that. So, it's a very small town. This college town is a very small town. They don't have enough... Uh, medical staff or or morgue or hospital space to for all for the bodies they found 
downstairs. downstairs. Plus, they haven't found the the two upstairs. They have not gone up, up in the attic. Nobody's gone up in the fucking attic yet. Yeah. Except for Mrs. Mack. Yeah. She's still there. And so we've... Right. <laughs> we find Jess asleep in her bed, uh, surrounded by police, who are going through the usual crime scene proce- procedure. They're wrapping up, and almost as soon as it gets busy downstairs with reporters, they everyone is gone. Yeah. And they're like, we'll leave Jess here. She needs to rest. Camera pans out. Someone turns off her light. Yep. Camera pans out to POV, right? Mm -hmm. To point of view cam, walking through the house, Mm -hmm. uh, where we hear footsteps, laughing, and camera pans up to the attic with Claire and Mrs. Mack still in it. Then the camera cuts to outside from the attic window. And then we kind of start moving away from the house, zoom out from the house. There's a cop guarding the -hmm. house outside. Right. Outside. And we hear the phone ring. Mm -hmm. Credits. So beautifully done. It was just, it's it's amazing because it's like, you don't, you You don't don't know who this person is. No. You don't know what their motivation is. You don't, you, you, you don't know if Jess lives. No. You, we don't. (sighs) I mean, so, uh, so well done. Yeah, I mean, it's it is not that's a faceless, creepy, nameless killer. It's, yeah, um, and that is a creepy ending. It's a very creepy, and ending. it's also open ended. Yeah, because typically, and I didn't really realize this until I was, you know, again watching um, some other people talk about it um, to kind of get their views and opinions. Mm-hmm. Is and this guy even said he's like, I've watched this movie a ton of times over the years, but I didn't catch this that like every time Billy kills. He calls. Mm-hmm. He makes a call. Mm-hmm. So we don't know. Did he kill Jess? We don't know. We don't know. I mean, because there'd be no one to answer the phone if he did, though. True. So, because that's the that's the whole point. It's it's uh, the calls are are catharsis for him. Yeah. So if no one's answering it, it's not really a catharsis. He's yeah. just calling. Um, uh. Oh, so great creepy. movie, so good, and so well creepy. acted. Pacing is great. For, yeah, pacing is great because it's like it's really never, there's good. never slow. It's like from the get go. As soon as the first phone call, oh, we're in. I wrote the the first kill is twelve minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, like crazy. And I think part of it is is the reason it's fast paced and everything like that is we don't have time. And the reason there's it's it's wonderful. We don't know anything about Billy is because. We don't have time. We don't have time to learn about Billy. No. We have we have girls to kill. Come on, let's go. Oh my god. And I'm thinking I'm sitting here thinking about it. It's like he didn't kill any men. No, he didn't. Yep. Nope. No. Oh. So Oh boy. Let's do some ratings on this. Yes. You look play boo. Um okay, so first is blood droplets, right? Yeah. Uh, blood and gore. Boo. Zero. I mean, there's no <laughs> blood. I mean, there's no blood. I mean, and that's fine. It, it, we, with ghost movies and shit, you right. don't have blood And same with Halloween. Halloween didn't have a lot. No, I mean... I, I gave it two. Just because of the, the... Also the gore factor. Because Claire's body was up there for oh, a yeah, while. Yeah, and Mrs. Yeah. Mack's body was hanging there a yeah. while. Yeah. And then there's the unicorn stabbing. <laughs> well, we say a while. It's but, only been a day. I actually, I did write a note at some point, but I'm like, yeah, that was that was would have been kind of dumb because I forget. It's like you said, how fast this is because it's only a, like it a 24 is hour like, period. Yeah, it's literally like a whole day. Yeah. Blech. 
Uh, well, I'll say one. I'll say one. Sure. Uh, spooky scary. This movie's creepy as fuck. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three. <gasps> Me too. Yeah. I said three as well. It yeah. was so like you said, it was well paced. Yeah. It was creepy as fuck. Mm-hmm. With never we do see the killer's face. But not full face. We only really see one of his eyes mm-hmm. and and like a shape, ha <laughs> yeah. a shadow, a silhouette. Yeah, that is that is all we get, which is really good. Uh, <laughs> sex romance. I mean, I assume that everyone wanted to have sex with John Saxon. Um, Black hearts. Well, well, we didn't say anything for. Oh, it. so two. I gave it a chili pepper. Oh yeah, that's right. That's dirt eggplants. <laughs> Uh, I get yeah. it. Well, I'm gonna say because we have some two of the uh, really good looking men in it. I'm gonna say and some language. I'm gonna say um, a half an eggplant. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because I again would climb Chris like a tree. <laughs> um, with his Climate. with with his fur jacket on, oh, even though I hate fur jacket, I hate just yeah. the fur jacket. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Black hearts. How much fun did I have? Oh, I have fun with this one. This me is, too. This is a four for me. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I mean, it's right up there with like, because I, I think I said the same thing for yeah. Halloween too. Like I think Halloween I said three, but I'm going to give it a four too. I mean, yeah. I can do what I want. Um, It was really fun. Yeah. So we I recommend 100%. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is a new tradi- Christmas tradition for me. Yeah. I mean, it's good yeah. movie. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. It's not Christmas until <laughs> Billy... <laughs> Billy stabs someone with a unicorn horn. I mean, um, ho, ho, ho. Do you want... Okay, why don't we do this? We'll take a break. We'll come back and talk about 2019. And then I will give you a little bit, because it does go with this one. Um, <sighs> spoiler alert. Yeah. 2006 answers all of these questions. How fun yep. for us. <laughs> so we'll be Sweet. back in two and two. All right. Break time. We're back. I got more to drink because I'm going to need it. Oh boy. You guys. Okay. So I'm going to give a little synopsis. I watched 2006. It was not, it was not part of the assignment, (laughs) but I thought I'd watch it just to get like an idea. I was like, well, what the shit? It had, um, I did did not have time this week. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's okay. But I do recommend to go back and watch it because it's fucking bonkers. Yes. So like Michelle Trachtenberg's in it. Yeah, I love Lacey her. Chambert's in it. Yeah. Andrea Martin's in it. Oh. Andrea Martin plays Mrs. Mack. Nice. Yeah. So the names are similar. I know this looks like a lot of notes, but I'm going to go really quick. Okay, go. And hit the high notes. Rapid so, fire. Rapid fire. So <laughs> we're, <laughs> we've got, you know, your normal group of, of girls. So similar group of girls. Yeah. Um, same thing, except we're really focusing on the Billy character. Like, we open in a uh, <laughs> uh, award for the criminally insane. And my Perfect. first thought was, like, is this Arkham? Is this Batman? Where's Batman? Arkham! Where's Joker? <laughs> well, pretty much. I mean, it's, it's very cartoony. It's very campy, very cartoony. Aw, now I kind of wish I watched it. I, I know. I mean, it was... There's parts in it. Okay, so... No, um, so, Billy breaks out. Mm. Um... And because he he stabs a guard in the neck with a with a candy cane that he made into a, into a shank. Sure. Yep. Sure. So he gets. Really so at the same time, like you're seeing him like break out of the prison, but at the same time, like you're you're assuming it's the same time girls are getting murdered in the house. You're like, well then, can't be Billy because it's already. So 
you just see, you just start to see, you actually, you don't get the same ex- experience of being first person. Yeah. It's more along the lines of, you see this thing with straggly hair, like long hair. Like, like they did with Michael Myers in uh, Rob Zombie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see his face, but you see his hair. So I'm going to tell you the story of Billy, because okay. the rest of it's just the same women getting killed. Oh, there is one, so, so instead of Jess being pregnant, yeah. we don't have that. We have one of... Uh, one of the first girls to get killed. Um, I can't think of her name. Uh, anyhow, uh, is uh, has slept with our heroine's boyfriend, Kyle. No. Uh, um, who is Oliver Hudson. Yeah, Kane Hudson's brother. Um, oh. I was sitting there going, he's handsome. Who is that? And I looked him up, I'm like, no. Um, <laughs> and so she has a sex tape with him. Oh, and somebody no. had posted it online. So yes, she's like, I she's threatening him. Yeah. Like, I'm going to tell your, what's your face? Whatever the girl's name is, Kelly, I think it is. <laughs> I don't know. Um, if you, you know, if you don't tell her about it, I'm going to like, I'm going to show her. I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna show her. <laughs> right. Or, or if you don't take it down, because I think he posted it online. Ah. I think if they don't go, they don't really talk about exactly what was happening. Why? Because you just, anyhow. Again, more that you sure. need to know for the story. So, so okay. she's the first one to. Oh no, she's not the first one to get ganked. It's like a Claire. Okay. Claire is like this. I don't know what the character's name is. She's waiting to. I am sure it's in my notes, but again, I did not. I'm not going to read them all. Um, she is getting ready to meet her sister. Her sister and her mother are coming to pick her up the next yeah. morning. They're going to go away for Christmas. Um, and so she gets killed immediately. So, but at the same time. Billy's breaking out of jail. Yeah. So you're like, well, obviously can't be the same person. And um, then you learn Billy's story. So, Billy, <laughs> in 1970, cool. was born in 1970, was born with a condition that makes his skin yellow, so he looks like one of the Simpsons. Okay. Yeah. His mother can't stand him because he's yellow, Not I guess. Jaundice. Not John. No, it's something I don't. They said like, what's his face in uh, in uh, Sin City? Do you remember that? I I, I, I never watched it. I'm sorry. Anyway, but um, but um, so he's kind of like a shut in after that. But his mother hates him, and she's a horrible drunk. Yeah. And his father's the good guy. Jay Wonder raised yellow. That happens. Anyway, fetal alcohol syndrome. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but uh, so. And, and it's like there's tension between the, the mother and father. And so his name is Billy, obviously. Cool. So cool. he finds, he sees one night, the the mother has had fucking enough, I right. guess, in her brain and kills the father. Right. And then with her lover, yeah. buries Billy's dad under the house. He oh, sees, perfect. Yeah, he sees him. He actually like was, has been watching them and he sees them burying her and they catch him watching and so they lock him in the attic oh. and he makes a little house for himself up in the attic oh no 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 wait just wait so we cut like oh, has to be like 16 years in the future something like that um we see this pretty crazy sex scene where the mom and the stepdad are fucking on the stairs. Oh. He falls asleep because they're both drunks. Yeah. So she's like, I'm not done. So she goes upstairs to the attic and has sex with Billy. Oh! What? Nine months later has oh, a baby. Oh, no. Come on, guys. <laughs> What's that baby's name? Is it Agnes? It's fucking Agnes. Oh, 
out. Yep. And she Agony. says, he hears her say, she is my only family now. And she's like obsessed with this little girl. Unfortunately, they made this little girl look like, well, inbred. <laughs> I mean. Because she was. Because she was. So Gross. fucking Bob. So it's about like seven years later. Seven, eight. And it's Christmas. And Billy's like, they leave Billy a present. And it is a telescope. And you're like, why do something nice for right. him? You're locking him in the fucking attic. Which I'm like, how are they doing that? How is he eating? Right. Anyhow, things, questions, the movie doesn't fine. answer and that's fine. Movie magic. Um, right. And so he looks through the telescope. They gave it to him just so he could see the happy family across the street. <laughs> this poor child. Well, at this point, he's a man. He's like 23 years old. Jesus. Murphy. Yeah. He gets fucking, he's fucking done. Yeah. So he comes downstairs. And he's standing behind the tree, and, and Agnes can see him. And uh, the mom goes in to I forget, do something. She's making cookies, and she goes in the kitchen to do something. And um, she okay, comes back out, and Agnes is gone. Oh. So she thinks he kidnapped her. Well, he comes the fuck out, and he stabs his, his stepfather with a glass ornament. Yeah. Like, with a, like looking like that unicorn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, kills him. Mm. Well, they ca- they come out and he has been. You he he you think that's right because you think he's he's uh suff- trying to suffocate Agnes with a plastic bag, <sighs> and doesn't get it done. But however, he does pull her eye out and eat it. He eats her eye. You're looking the look on your face. It's just I wish you could see it, guys. <laughs> Oh, it gets worse. Ah, so, worse than... Oh, my oh, God. Oh, no, no. So then the mom runs to the kitchen. Sure. Billy chases her, gets strangles her with Christmas lights, oh, kills dear. her, then gets a cookie cu- cookie cutter off of the, the, the counter and puts it in her back and starts cutting out shapes. Oh. Puts it on a cookie pan and puts it in the oven. They catch him... Sitting, the police come, sitting in uh, in the in the dining room table, at the dining room table, eating flesh cookies. Yup, and that was the part that made me want to gag because they go they like close up on because they close up on his mouth. Oh, it. I was bro. like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> I mean, teeth things bother me too. So yeah. it's eyes and teeth. Uh, and so uh, come to find gross. out, it's Billy is coming home. Great. He's coming home, so that's why he's you know, he's that's where he's coming from the, and he's coming to get, because he says in the phone calls he starts making are very similar to the ones um, in uh, in seventy four. Sure. But but he does say she's my family now. She's my only family now. So where's the fat fucking Agnes? So Agnes has been in a um, like a sanitarium because they're like, no one's gonna adopt this. <laughs> it's so horrible. They're like, no one's gonna adopt this inbred child. I was like. Probably not. I no. mean, no, she's probably. been through enough. She's been through a lot, and well, it's not probably put her through had... a fucking crazy foster family. Yet. Well, then, well, then probably she probably had some things going on upstairs that probably oh, needed some help. Man. We find out she did because she's the one who's murdering all the girls. But it's definitely a Jeez. dude. It's definitely a dude like playing the part of Agnes. It's kind of it's kind of genius. I kind of love it because they didn't like make a poor woman do this. Like, but it, it is like I looked it up. I was like, that is a dude. Cool. Awesome. All right. Um, All right. But uh, so what's going to happen is 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 Billy wants he and Agnes to live in this house. 
Yeah. Like, forever. Like, that's what but he wants. Agnes, you gotta, like, clear clear out the house yep, first? Yeah, pretty much. So they, like, literally kill everybody. Uh, I mean, both? Or just her? Uh, she, no, so she kills pretty much everybody. I think by the time you see him physically in the house, she's killed most of the sorority girls. Um, um, and, um, yeah, I mean, literally everybody dies, except for one girl's left. Um, and, and he gets, they both, they both make it, they both pull it, they pull a Michael Myers and they get her to, they get him to the morgue because they're supposedly dead. I mean, the, the last set piece in the house is it's on fire okay. and they get the girls, the two living girls get out yeah. and one's in the hospital cause she's got a broken leg, I believe. And, but Billy, Billy and Agnes come out of their, you know, their, um, uh, body bag. What? Yep. And start a murder spree in the hospital. Oh my god. Um, Agnes, I can't remember how she's killed. It was probably says, but um, Billy is thrown over, is pushed over like a railing, and it like gets impaled in the Christmas tree. <laughs> so that's how that's I I would I just gave away all the stuff to it, but I think it's seeing is believing. I think it's so bad it's good. Flesh cookies. I no. It's fucking bonkers. You know, it is. as much as. Mm. Mm. It's mm-hmm. fucking bonkers, and, and for some reason, the Nutcracker music plays through all of it, like all, all of it. Like, because it, because it's what what you call it uh, when it's so old that it's free. Oh, um, public domain. Public, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if that's it. There, it has to be something with the story. I couldn't figure out what it was, but like, like the, some of the the cell phone rings are like, you know, the answer to the sugar plum fairies, but like. The music, like when the mom, Billy's mom's listening to music at home, it's the Nutcracker. It's just mm. very odd. It's very odd. I don't know. But it's, I, I actually kind of would recommend it just because it's fucking weird. It's fucking bonkers. Like, I, yep, I can't even. But wow. that's, so that's how they took that story. Also, yeah. Bob Clark, executive producer. What? Mm-hmm. Yep. Bob Clark, how dare you? Also, I think that one has a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't that surprise me? What does this next one have is what I like to oh, know. Oh, you know what? I didn't look it up. So um, why don't you intro it and I'll oh, tell you. God, you guys. Okay. So that was 2006. Ugh. Black Christmas 2019 came out three years ago. Two, I can count. Well, <laughs> almost three. Um, Whatever. Two and a half. So... All you really need to know about this movie and how it relates or not to the 1974 Black Christmas is that it centers on a sorority and um that's that's pretty much it. In fact, and one of the characters' names but not the lead girl is Jess. Yeah, that's there was really like one it. of the IMDb trivia was like this is the only connection it has to and this, this is, is about the only yep, yep. that's it. That's yep. really it. What a piece of garbage. Anywho. Right. Um, it's a total trash bin. Yeah. I mean, I do have some um, production notes on this one. Oh. Uh, hey, Blumhouse. Yeah, Blumhouse. Well, part of this, I think, I hate to say it, I think it was because um, because Jason Blum had said something kind of like sexist. I don't think he, I think he, he didn't mean it to sound like it, something along the lines of, you know, there's so few female directors and not a lot of them are interested in horror. 
I don't think he's wrong. I don't. I. I there are. Very, I don't think that's a sexist statement. I think that's a fact. I think he he got criticized for it. It's like well then in in, in my, great then find me more female directors you fucks. Well that's what I was gonna say. Dude, like, that's and I think that so, are think, interested and I'll hire them. I think that was why he he went with because it was like almost months after that they announced that they were gonna do Black Christmas. Yeah. So I think that's where I mean, but he's not wrong there. But that's not his fault. No, I mean, we've talked about this. There's just because Hollywood for the longest time has ostracized women. Especially female directors. Right. What's the title of that one documentary? You uh, last time? Um, oh, this 39. changes everything. Yeah, this changes everything. 30, Hashtag this changes everything. Thirty nine percent, which I'm I'm very angry about. Thirty nine. Yeah. Yep. Fuck. Because honestly, it had more. Co- I, I, the two thousand six had more <sighs> fucking coherence than this piece of garbage. Yeah. Agreed. Um. This is not. This this whole movie, mm. and you can tell. Was produced, was was directed, or sorry, was filmed, pre-produced, filmed, and produced in five months. That is unheard of. Yeah. In New Zealand. Yeah. I mean, that's unheard of. This was a fast one. Like, let's do a holiday movie. Holiday Mm -hmm. horror. Boop. Yep. And they, um, they, they wanted to use, so they, they had to use the black blood because if too much red blood, it would you get an R rating for that. So that's why the black blood in this. Which, really? Which the black blood that comes out of the cult uh, symbolizes yeah. toxic masculinity. This It's taking itself way This too movie seriously. is like woke, this movie, woke upon woke. Like No, I disagree. This, it's trying to be. It's trying to be. It what was I gonna say? It did not that? endear me. It to took it. itself too seriously. Oh, there's no fucking subtlety here. No, nothing. Like this is Gross. just. Okay, All right, let's, let's tell start. them why. Okay. We open with a quote. Did you write it? I did. The oh, I no, took a picture. Okay, go, but you wrote it. Go ahead. Quote: Man possesses powers so <laughs> formidable, they can only be considered supernatural. With a proper education, men can wield these powers and go forth into the world. Quoted Calvin Hawthorne, founder of Hawthorne College, 1819, where our story is set. Next. I'm just looking at you. I'm just so fucking mad at this movie. I am so angry. We get to a bunch of people, or a bunch of men reciting the words... Fraternitas, fraternitas fratrum. Now, in attempting to look up the translation, there's no real direct translation of the two words. There are things like it. Like uh, fraternitas could mean like brotherhood. Mm -hmm. Right. So, uh, you know, we already know we're in a college at this point. We see a bunch of dudes in robes. Well, dildos. Yeah. Dildos, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With condoms. Uh, they're cloaked and they're reciting in deep voices, Fraternitas Fratrum. Uh, the Moravian Church or the Moravian Brethren, formerly the Unitas Fratrum in Latin means mm-hmm. unity of the brethren. So a brotherhood of brothers? Brothers, 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 brothers. <laughs> 
A brotherhood of <laughs> men. <laughs> and just, I'm like, it's, it's, but, what, but. Okay, so I personally think this movie is like just hating on men just to hate on men. Part of it. Yeah. This is like, I, I mean, and I am the one of the, you and I are probably very big feminists. Yes. And this movie. But I also believe life is equal opportunity, is, is, is and should be a two-way street. Right. It goes both ways. Right. I also don't care for things where it's like... I don't care for it. I don't care for things that are like, you know, all men are the devil. And I'm like, yeah, not all of men are not the devil. Of Come on. Like, just... But they even say... They even say that in the movie. They, they kind of reference that in the movie, too, later on when the girls are arguing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... so well, so as I wrote down, I go, we've got some guys with a weird seance balls and shaft club here. <laughs> I was, oh I was like... I think it's really funny when you hear about these secret fraternities at colleges. I was like, Ugh. what fucking nerds? Yeah. Nerds! Yeah. God. I'm all about history and stuff like that, and, and uh, but the traditions that go along with it, I'm not, we're uh, doing ridiculous things to be a, pl- to pledge yourself. Yeah. It's for a fucking group that, at uh, Right. And apologies to those who are or are or have been part of a fraternity or sorority or some kind of, you know, social group through college that had good experiences with it, I'd love to hear from you. Because I've only ever heard negative things. Not to say that only negativity exists. Of course, again, because this is a two-way street, mm-hmm. what should be and what commonly is, and, you know, what are unfortunate... It's also part of an, an unfortunate stereotype, right? Mm-hmm. Because the only things you hear in the news are fucking... Well, this movie frat boys getting alcohol poisoning and dying from fucking alcohol enemas from box wine enemas. Where, (laughs) well, this honestly, this movie was literally just written because it was around the same time. Yeah, was written to to make a statement about the Brock Turner case, which I was like, there are better. Yeah, there are there are there are better you know platforms to do this. There really is. This is like, literally, one of my notes is, (laughs) you know, where was it? What the fuck? There's a house. They get creepy calls. That's it. What the fuck is this? Because right, right. that's Black Christmas. What? 74 in 2006. Creepy calls. That's it. Did we, we got one call in this, didn't we? We got one call. One call that turned out not to be. Right. It actually was one of the girls' moms. Right. So it was first we start off with, it was, It's all texting. First we got a... Una got, Una got Lindsay a dildo. Isn't that great to know? Yeah. Oh my god. The... Oh, we get to, we get to, to we get to Diva Cup, girl. Oh, oh, just, yes, I have that too. Okay, okay. so cut to a sorority house, uh, Secret Santa. Lindsay is walking home from the library. She mm-hmm. gets a text from a Calvin Hawthorne. Yeah. What the pig, fuck? Like a pig emoji? Like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Just, and I wrote, and she's being, being followed. followed by a creepy Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks like Chris O'Donnell. We never get a cl- we don't get a full close up of his face. It's pretty quick, but yeah, he did kind of look like. No, we can. We see. We see we? him. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Gross. And another text. <laughs> I wrote down the jokes. The text says, "What do a Christmas ham and a sorority girl have in common? What do they have in common, Ray?" I don't remember the joke. They both squeal before they die. Oh, Jesus. I know. Giant dick. Seriously. This is when she does put her, uh, she puts her keys between her fingers. Good girl. I know. I thought that I was too. yelling at the TV. Good girl. That's what you yeah. do. And, um, um, 
the, that dude goes away. Then she's confronted by a hooded, cloaked figure uh, who chases and stalks her before brutally stabbing her with an icicle. And she dies in, like, uh, an angel, snow angel. Like, she's making... It's almost like she's making a snow angel. Yeah. And that's... Not an know, accident. That imagery, I actually did like that. I kind of did, too. I thought and that was she very was clever. And she was kind of said to be, like... She was the she was the youngest. Their Claire. Yeah. She was, you know, the token virginal character. Mm-hmm. Although she, I think she may, might have had a boyfriend, maybe. Yeah. Um, but was you know, yeah. Because I think they got the dildo to make up for her because she yeah. had just gotten broken up with. Oh right, right, right. Because yeah. she and but you know, vir, not virgin necessarily, but virginal mm-hmm. or you know, naive, ingenue, whatever you know term you want to use. So yeah, the right. imagery I was like I was okay with. Um, then oh, and their cat's name is Claudette. Claudette. Yeah, I got excited about that. It was a cute, cute cat, too. Um, but we learned pretty quickly that our lead character, um, Riley. Riley. Oh. I do like the name Riley. Um, I do, too. She, Riley Stone. Riley Stone had been raped um, by a f- former student who had thus graduated. Um, and Brian brother. Yeah, Brian Huntley. Right. And we, the reason we I say his whole name is because they fucking say it, his whole name about a goddamn thousand times in yeah. this movie. Brian Huntley. Which again. Brian Huntley. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> um, so then we get to the scene. Uh, oh, yeah. She's fucking in her room. And then, <laughs> just, this girl. This Franny? girl. This, I think her name is. Which one? Fran. 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 This fucking weirdo comes in and she's oh, like God. super excited about not having a diva cup. And so. Or she's like, I can't find it anywhere. And Riley points. And she, and Fran goes in the little drawer, or whatever, and grabs gets one, one, then proceeds in to insert her. it in her pants. For one, I'm like, that can't be. That, that, that she's got some high waisters. In all fairness, yeah. however, yeah. Also, I can't uh, believe that that has been put in inserted correctly because if you don't, there's put it no in correctly. Fu- right, there's no fucking way. Yeah, because I I TMI I use one. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. That being said, I would be horrified. Horrified. If someone put in their diva cup in front of me, uh, not to mention, yes, borrow mine, right? I it look. I un, it's one it's of those a things. Toothbrushes. It's, it's the toothbrush thing, right? I wouldn't like a, a, de, a menstrual cup is you know you sanitize after every use by boiling it, right? Oh, okay. So it is sanitized. I've never used one, so I don't know. That so it is sanitized. Yes. Yeah. But that was still inside my body, you, right? I right. would not. Right. That's not like, hey, can I bum a tampon? Right. You don't get someone's used tampon. I mean, it, th- that's a little different. But you know what I mean? No. If, if you came in, I would not ask if you were your toothbrush. Well, if you walked in, the, in this, no matter <laughs> how bad my breath was, and you were like, hey, um, do you have a Tifa cup? And I'd be like, here you go. And if you put it in in your body in front of me, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my house. Seriously. Get the fuck out. We are Ew. no longer friends. Get Ew. out. Anyhow, so yeah, this Fran oh, girl's a weirdo. God, um, a delightful weirdo, but a weirdo nonetheless. Oh, oh my yeah, god, I was sad to see her get like game. my girlfriends and I are close. We that fucking close, like no, 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 no. And she's like, not just she does she inserts it right in front of her. She's looking right at her. As yeah, I'm doing almost it, almost like challenging her. You're like staring at her. Watch me do it. Like <laughs> after this, so the diva we, cup horror incident. We also learned that Riley's an orphan. I mean, sad. They, sad they go on about about forty minutes. I'm like, got it, got we it, got it. Yes. Um, we zero in on Riley Stone, uh, cool 
a very chill, like I love hipster um, and simple gal who no poops. longer seems to enjoy the limelight because her. Yeah, she's been sexually assaulted. Because she was, yeah. And um, then cut to class, or do you have something before that? No, I have uh, Carrie always is fucking sexy. Oh, yeah. Also, We're in class with that sexy Carrie, Carrie Ellis. Imogene. I mean, I just called her Imogene Poops, which makes me laugh. Poops. <laughs> Imogene Poops. I like her a lot. <laughs> I liked her in Fright Night. She's really good in Fright Night. She plays the girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was good. She's really pretty. She was good. She's. I mean, they, they kind of plane her up in this one, and I think it's because they... She doesn't want to be standout. Right. Yeah. She, you know, probably used to, you know, be, dr- be a little more girly girl. Right. Yeah. But after something like that, it, you know, tends to, she, she's clearly traumatized from the incident. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, who can fucking blame her? Right. Like, geez. Um, um, so we cut to class yeah, and always. sexy. Oh, so Carrie, Carrie always, always is supposed to be. Um, the the character of Gelson, Professor Gelson, mm-hmm. is supposed to be um, oh, what's the 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 professor um, Peterson um, Jordan B. Peterson. That's what's supposed to be a parody of, of that that guy. Oh, I don't know. Fucking know. sucks, but yeah. cool. So. <laughs> And so does so does Carrie always in this, yeah. unfortunately. It's a very unfortunate because he's yeah. very sexy. We'll probably oh. kind of pull that off because I don't. But know, yeah. enough enough plastic surgery, man. Enough enough. You're done. You're cut off. Yeah, he's he's, he's had his eyes done. You can tell. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Did you see? Did you did you see the, the Christmas enough. movie on Netflix with him in it? And him no, and I him? didn't. I wanted to see it. Oh, it's watch. It's so good. He does. He does have this Scottish accent. I said we wanted. I oh. went into it. I said if he doesn't have a Scottish accent, I'm going to burn this house down. <laughs> He's fucking gorgeous. He anyway, uh, for anybody that doesn't recall or th- or doesn't recognize the name Carrie Elwes, he was famously uh, he played uh, Wesley slash Dread Pirate Roberts. Um, what did I call him? Dread Pirate Roberts mm-hmm. in uh, uh, the Princess Bride. Yeah, and he's not he's not unknown to horror franchises. No, because he was also he's in Saw, Saw and with his really not great American accent. <laughs> God bless him. Murder. He Murder. was also in what was it? He was the main protagonist in, or the main antagonist, I should say, in Kiss the Girls. Yep. That was such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Ugh, Ashley Judd and Morgan Freeman. Anyway, uh, sexy Carrie Elwes has Professor Gelson, who is currently being petitioned against to be fired mm-hmm. for mis- misogynistic teachings. Mm-hmm. He seems to look right at Riley when he talks about that in class. Well, and they're. they're so we learn in a couple a lot scenes of it, later yeah. that the reason that they want him to get rid of him is because he's teaching Victorian literature. Is that what it is? Yes. And it's Which all, are mostly written by men. Right. And I was thinking, I was like, well, I mean, you have a you few. You can't really. Right. But if he's not, not doing any of them, I'm like, then yeah, I mean, you should bring Blatantly it. ignoring, but. Right. But I'm like, it's kind of hard. What do you like? So, but they also make, the girls after class, they also kind of make that point. So yeah. one of the, so after class, we cut to Chris, who is one of. Uh, Riley's sorority sisters actively trying to get signatures for said petition. Yeah, and if anybody... she's the she's the one behind. That's kind of uh, I don't know what what phrase it is I'm trying to use. She's the uh, catalyst, not the catalyst, but she's the one mainly behind wanting to get him fired. Right. She and uh, had she instigate. She's the instigator. The instigator. She's, thank she's, you. Yeah, but uh, those of you who watch. Um... <laughs> um, um, oh God. Leverage Redemption. She's on Leverage Redemption. I don't remember. I can't remember. Is she? It. Yeah, she plays like the new character. Yeah. Um, I, I liked her. She, yeah. Her character. She's also really I, pretty. She's gorgeous. She yeah. has um, 
She's He's striking. African. Eyes. She's African American and has the most gorgeous hair. Oh my and god! And her I know. eyes are light colored. Yeah. I think they're green. Yeah, they're green. Uh, mm-hmm. Elise gorgeous. Shannon. That's yeah, her name. she's beautiful. gorgeous girl. Um, um so after- I didn't like. I didn't hate her at all. Like in this movie, even no. though they, they go to lengths to make you want to hate her, and I'm like, I don't. Because she's the other extreme. Yeah, like they go to lengths to be like. Like like man hating sort of thing, and I was right. like, and I'm like, I don't, straight up, yeah. But I like the, like the care. I like this actress so much that I was like, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. it was a it was a very wise choice casting mm-hmm. her. I'll say mm-hmm. because yeah. it could have been you know she could have been. We all know somebody like this. Right, it, it could it could have been um somebody who was like you, you lose the audience right away. Yeah, but yeah, she at least has redeeming qualities. Yeah. Uh, so after class, Riley joins her friends, uh, Chris, uh, the ones who's gathering signatures. They talk about how same person, Chris, got the college to remove the founder's bust, citing that Calvin Hawthorne's racist and and um, misogynistic beliefs should not be supported. But he's the founder of the fucking college. Why'd you go there? Um, he, that was what my thought too. I was like, well, I mean, then why no, would she, you... I was like a hundred percent like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. But at the same time I was like, but well, at the why same would, time, why would you go there? Right. Yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, if I felt that passionately about it, then right. I wouldn't. I'm like, but again, maybe she's just one of those people that she's, she's a game changer. That's what she wants. And yeah, that's, that's kind that's of her lot in life. And that's fine. But again, um, he, Hawthorne allegedly, they, they discussed this allegedly killed quote, disobedient women in ritual sacrifices to male pagan gods. As they converse, someone is watching them from a window we never see. Mm-hmm. Is it Gelson? Um. <laughs> then they follow Riley to the coffee shop where she works. Yeah. And then we we meet Landon. Ooh. Landon is adorable. He's a cutie. Caleb Eberhart. He's like He's a cutie. About he's like really six handsome. seven. I don't know. He's super tall. Oh, yeah. Super cute, kind of like, very lanky, yeah. Yeah, and uh, he's but, got a crush on and Riley. He's wearing wearing very unfortunate glasses, but like oh yeah, and those sweaters. They, <laughs> he's wearing like cow, cow, uh, really kind Doctor Huxtable sweaters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're trying to like I don't want to say nerd him up, but like oh, kind of yeah. Um, because he's very he's very very handsome. He's very handsome. so I think they were kind of trying to downplay that a bit. Mm-hmm. Plus, maybe making that a little more quote-unquote, safe for Riley? How it do you feel be. about that? Um, yeah, I mean, it could be. He's also, like, very noticeably one of the only African-American men in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe the entire college. It could, and, and well, honestly, but, and then given the views of, of the, you know, Hawthorne dude. Yeah. Pr- they're probably the token black people in yeah, college. Chris and, and yeah. Right. Because if you, if you know that, that's like going to, uh, Fucking Stonewall Jackson University. Brigham Young University, <laughs> where you know what I mean. Yeah, you know you're gonna be the the only yeah. non Mormon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of like a fake college, but like yeah, right. like you go to Stonewall Jackson. I'm like I'm not going oh, to right. Stonewall Jackson right. University. Fuck that. No. Yeah, but you know what they did? Didn't they change recently? Um, what's the um Ann Lee College? It was uh something Ann Lee, and they changed it. Mm-mm. I don't know. Um, they changed it because of the name, because of Robert E. Lee. I thought. Uh, um, see, that's so, kind of what I was thinking. Well, of. The, and then the, the, like, the, if there was a college after yeah. the, you know, the head general or whatever of the fucking, mm-hmm. you know, Confederate army, then yeah, I'd be like, fuck that. Well, it's kind of like going to Jefferson, you know, you know, Thomas uh, Jefferson uh, uni- yeah. University, and he's like, yeah. uh, some like a lot of questionable like, shit in his background. Is it? Is that, 
Is that the only college you got accepted? <laughs> is that, is that the, only, the, only, the only one you got accepted to? Is there maybe a better one you want to go to? Is, there, is that the only college in town? Is, is that the best choice? Somewhere else? Is there a better choice? Maybe a major? You're doing fashion? You can't do fashion somewhere else? <laughs> no, that's fine. I mean, um, oh my god. How about brown? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, oh! Frat boy douche nozzle comes into the coffee shop. Yeah. And, yeah. And, um. Not the guy. But, like, a guy. But one of the frat boys. One of the boys from the Mm -hmm. frat um, where she was accosted. Where she was assaulted. Right. Um. (laughs) I was starting to get kind of hammered by this point. So I wrote really nasty notes. Oh, yeah. My notes. I was telling Wayne before I said. My notes start getting... I have, I'm looking at them very closely going, I have no... Like, this movie right now is, like, yeah. wisps of right. memory. I feel like I need a pensive. Right. This um, is... Uh, so... Uh, this is where Helen, Helen right. gets it, right? Because she's packing drunk to go home. Later. No. They do the talent show. No, she... That's before... Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Th- these notes are... I did very... Too many notes, to be perfectly honest. Okay, I almost did. I almost did scene lead, by scene. Lead me through this, oh then. God. But this talent show, I mean, leave me on, leave me on. So Talk it's supposed to be right Mean Girls. That's what they're supposed to be doing. Is yeah. doing the skit from Mean Girls, yeah. but they've changed the the song, and it was actually in written a very by a singer songwriter. Like went and yeah, because because it played in the credits. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the did you not- write them down? Yes, I did. Would you, like I sing? would you like to perform us for us? I'm not gonna perform, but I will. But I will recite it as a poem. Okay. Uh, okay. So we're in the coffee shop. Uh, frat boy douche nozzle comes in to get coffee and taunts Riley about some cheese fart named Brian. Um, at this point, you didn't know what his name was. We <laughs> Brian Huntley. Brian Huntley. Brian Huntley. Yeah. Brian Huntley. Uh, smells like he raped her three years ago. So <laughs> smells like. Well, because they didn't outwardly say his. You know, that, yeah, that it was alluded to. So anyway, Riley goes to a frat talent show despite her past. Oh, I get you what you said. I was like, I was, I didn't understand what you meant. I was like, smells like, I'm like, oh, that's like, you're, you're sleeping it up. You're sleeping it out. Got it. Got it. (laughs) I'm picking up what you were throwing out there. This guy, Dimitri Martin, I think one of my favorite quotes of his is like, he's a comedian. He was like, you know, I find whenever I have to investigate a smell. I find that the answer is always bad. <laughs> it's never, what is that? Muffins. <laughs> What's that joke with Mike Birbiglia? You know, they ever say, we, we, we found something in your colon. And it's never something good. It's never like, we were doing some surgery in your colon. And we found two tickets to the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never good. No. <laughs> so... Um, this girl that Riley is kind of mentoring through her sorority, mm-hmm. Helena, get, um... It's getting, like, she's getting roofied. And- oh! Yeah, 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 Okay, so I'm there. Okay, hold on. Riley goes to a frat talent show despite her past. Yeah. Uh, she goes, she goes to look for her sorority sister, Helena, walking through this frat where we see a painting of past frat boys, including... Brian Huntley! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Brian... Cuntly and I'm sorry, I never use that word, but and who else, Ray? Um, Sexy. Oh, 
Carrie Owens. <laughs> a, a younger picture of him yeah. very clearly looks I like mean, Wesley these, from Princess yeah. Bride. His paintings are a little much. Like, a bit. What fucking college? Give no. me a fucking break. Balls so there's Professor Gelson on the wall and Brian Buntley. Um, Buntley. Uh, she then sees a painting of Brian Cuntley, her offender. She walks in on a pledge ceremony. Very strange. Right. Uh, in another room, she finds Helena, who is making out with this fart knocker, who is set on having sex well, despite her vocalized objections. The black goo leaking out of Caleb Hawthorne's bust. <sighs> yeah. That's the male. That's toxic okay, masculinity. So the, so, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is the whole thing. So hard. when Chris petitioned to have the bust of Calvin Hawthorne removed from whatever common area at mm-hmm. the college, this frat agreed to take it and they found that it was like crying black goo like the virgin mary (laughs) and it was leaking this black ichor i love that word by the way (laughs) ichor um and so they decided to take it and they've been using and that's the goo that they use to like Put something on Pledge's forehead. <laughs> Do some Ash Wednesday shit. Yeah, basically. <laughs> to, like, pledge them in. It's one of the things. And so then she hears noises from another room. It's Helena, who is... It looks a, like a very similar situation to Riley. Mm-hmm. fucking really sucks. Drunk and- uh, really drunk. And is trying to vocalize objections, but the dude is like, eh, it's fine. Eh. Yeah. Riley interrupts them. Hey, it's that jackass from the coffee shop. Yeah. Hey! Um, Chris Gil. Oh, so then uh, Riley, you know, kind of consoles Helena, tells her to go on home, yeah, and sober up. Then she, then Riley goes to her friends who are supposed to do this talent show thing. Mm-hmm. Chris guilt trips Riley into filling in for Helena. I was mad at this. I was like, I was what? too. Again, what a, what a really great Chris about. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. what a great friend yeah. and sister. Yeah. Come the fuck on. She's clearly traumatized. And you tell her to rebuild yourself, bitch. Eat a dick. Yeah, I mean. However, up up on mm. up in the frat house was stellar. Yeah, would you like to read the lyrics? Would you? Since I talked so much. No, because I'm I'm letting you lead this one because I very very don't remember a lot of. Okay, it. okay. I have I was drinking I have lots of wine. I'll just like sing singy song it quickly. Uh, so it's sung to the tune of "Up on the Housetop," mm-hmm. right? And it's these girls in, like, sexy Santa costumes, a la Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. And they don't know where I'm coming. They mm-hmm. sing acapella, and they go, up in the frat house, me and you, and we know what I'm there to do. We're drinking and kissing, and when comes, what comes next? You and I have S-E-X. Ho, 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 I wouldn't know. Ho, 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 I wouldn't know. Up in the frat house, there's one true fact. That is that I got attacked. Mm-hmm. I love it. And then from here, it's like, then Riley takes over mm-hmm. and she just like, she had. Mm. She gets confidence and she, and gets, because there's people in the audience. Like, like, that, she, she thought that she would have a lot more pushback. Yeah. But I think there was, I think it's because. There were there enough was, girls there. There were actually. enough girls and I think there were not uh, enough non-frat guys there yeah. too that were like this was like more of a college thing spot yeah. put on by the mm-hmm. fraternity house mm-hmm. um <clears throat> moving on up in the frat house things went down and i'm telling everyone in town didn't see your face for goodness sake couldn't have cause i was not awake oh it's really dark 
ho 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 I didn't know ho 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 uh I didn't know cut cuz up in the frat house click 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 what you what you guys do in here is really sick there's no more of protecting you no he said she said what was true don't say what don't say what you did was all my fault cuz what you did is called assault ho 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 I didn't know ho 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 I didn't know, cause up in the frat house, click, 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 you slipped me a roofie, and then you're boop, (laughs) dick. Yeah, it's- um, I thought it was rather clever. Yeah, it was, I mean, like, it just, again, there's phone calls, and a guy's in the house. Right. (laughs) What the fuck is this? Getting strange texts, and what the fuck. This isn't Black Christmas. No. This isn't Black Christmas. No. Um- Okay, so, at the same time, Helena's gotten home, and she's drunk packing, which I was like, mm, I maybe have done that before. A couple times. Yeah, a couple times. <laughs> and, um, so, as she's, um, she's, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm reading, um. Oh, Helena gets a text mm-hmm, while she's packing. From Calvin, from Calvin Hawthorne. Hawthorne, and then hears strange noises. Yeah, and, um. Uh, cut to hooded figure appearing behind Helena. That's right. As she closes the door. Yeah. Right before that. <laughs> so after the performance, the girls kind of like right, book it the fuck abducted. out of there. She's not. Yeah, right. God, she was God. abducted. We don't see Helena die. No, because she doesn't. But you see, there's that same uh, cloaked, hooded figure, like in the beginning with Lindsay, with poor Lindsay. Yeah. That yeah. That they just close the door and boop, next scene. Um. So after the performance, the girls fucking book it out of the hat. Right. Because they're followed by one of the girls' boyfriends, Nate. Nate. It's, it's like, uh, he's not part of the frat, right? No. He's a really sweet guy. Mm-hmm. And he is like, he's like, they're, you know, a brother for to all the girls. Yeah, yeah. And boyfriend to the one, because he's just really sweet. Marty. Um, Marty. Marty. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's his name. So. No, that, that's her no, name. No, that's a girl. Yeah, yeah, Marty. It's Marty's boyfriend. Um, so Landon, who is the cute little nerdy guy that was flirting, that was trying so hard to flirt he was, with he Riley. His game was off, but it was oh, fine. He was so cute, We though. were all feeling it. It was good. But she she still got it. Yeah. Uh, they're all walking home, and he, here's another joke. Are you ready? I'm ready. Why is Santa Claus scared of getting stuck <laughs> in the chimney? Because <laughs> he's claustrophobic. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, come on, Landon. I like it. So I like dude. it. I like it. Like, it it would have worked on me. It would have oh, worked me on me 100%. That's why, oh my God, I think that's one of the one of the things that my boyfriend appreciates about me is that I appreciate his dad joke. Oh, I love him. I love Again, him. Again, Ted Lasso. Landon is adorable. Too bad he'll likely die soon. That's what I wrote. I don't know. But we don't know that. So the next day, um, yes, the girls start getting um, like threatening direct messages from um, this Calvern Hawthorne account, yeah. um, kind of like what Lindsay was getting. And um, they're realizing that strange things have gone missing in the mm-hmm. house, and, and they is, find the cat. Yeah, it's from the cat. Where Diva Cup, <laughs> <laughs> Diva Cup is murdered while looking for Claudette. And she just stabbed, right? She doesn't. She's so, she's strangled. She's we strangled and then thrown on, on the terrace. To that's right. That's right. Yeah. Again, this is like so vivid in my memory. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Then, whilst shopping for a Christmas tree, Riley gets a text from Hawthorne. Mm-hmm. Then a call from a blocked number, but it's actually Helena's mother. Yeah. Looking and for her. And she tells you, yeah, that Helena Helena never showed up. 
And this is the point where Riley starts to think that Landon is DMing her as Calvin Hawthorne because she starts interrogating him. Yeah, and she even asks, like, Mm -hmm. Landon? And he's like, and he says, you know, some snide thing that I didn't bother to write down because I was already over it. But then then Riley is like, she's scared enough that she goes to the campus police who do fucking fuck all dick about the same as what they did for her rape. Right. And she says that pretty much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You you know, because. It's the culture. He's, he's more interested in his ham sandwich that he's making. <laughs> ham fucking sa- What is it with the ham sandwiches? In horror movies? <laughs> I don't know. Now I want a ham sandwich. I don't have like ham. Squirting like packaged mayonnaise. Oh. oh thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's so gross. Um, <laughs> so they're pretty apathetic, obviously. Yeah. And um, they just assume that Helen has just run off. Yeah. Because like, that's well, what she was actually going. It was, like, it was the text, and it was also because Helen is gone. Right. And so, similar to... And they basically say, if you know, give it another day, and then we'll do something. Which and is she's true, like, because they can't... It is. Like, if anybody who listens to True Crime... Right. Knows. You, you really... You can go... As an adult, you can go missing, and it's legally... Like, they, they don't have to look for you. They don't no. have to call you missing, because you're an adult. You can report it. You can report it, but 10 to 1, they're not going to do, do anything. Right. Because they figure, you're an adult... Someone right. could just leave on their own volition. Right. Um, and he was giving every excuse, like barely looking at her, giving nope. every excuse in the book. But he does take her to the frat. Yeah. He and, takes her to the frat house. Mm-hmm. And, and where like, she meets. Uh, the cop leaves mm-hmm. and she's kind of still stalking around the house. She decides to call Helen a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Smart fucking girl. Mm-hmm. This Riley, I love her. Um, she calls Helena's phone and she hears ringing in the house. Mm-hmm. And then... You know, because she's like focused on that, Gelson literally bumps into her and uh, he offers to let her in the house because she's like, I uh, left my uh, comb in there. Because he's yeah. like, What are you doing here? And she's like, I uh, left my, you know, fucking comb in the house. And he's like, Oh, I can let you in if you want to go grab it. And he's like, Most everybody's away. I kind of, you know, make sure it's unlocked so the cleaners can come. Mm-hmm. Um, he lets her in the house, but not without some awkward commentary on the talent show and Marty's yeah. quote, and or Marty, it should be Chris's. Chris's quote passion for equality cannot be bridled well he also then he, mm. he does accuse her and he says well you know there's legal it could be legal repercussions from the video yeah. being posted and she um, has no idea what video he's talking about right because then she finds out that Chris has posted the video online of their the up, performance. In, up in the frat house mm-hmm. song yeah. oh and yeah yeah we don't find this out until the next scene but um her. She runs back to the sorority house. We're at the sorority house and Marty, Nate, and Chris are kind of hanging out doing whatever, making dinner. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Jess. I forget about poor Jess, poor thing. Mm-hmm. She's like, you just put it in the oven and that's it? <laughs> so cute. <laughs> that's kind of me. Um, and she's like, I made a ham! Look at me! <laughs> like, I would be the same. Bitch. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, part of the video recording of the talent show exhibits Chris alluding to Riley's rape. That's right. That's the, thing. the part. We're not inspiring people. And oh, because Riley she says, and Chris get into it. Because he, she doesn't she say he can't ignore it. It can't be ignored now or something like that. Mm-hmm. Something along those lines. That's what they catch. Yeah. And Chris is like, I didn't even know it was on there. I was yeah. like, you, you, you kind of have you to watch it while did. you're uploading it. So and Chris is all up it. on her high horse about, you know, yeah. girl power. And we have to you know, do drastic things to get attention on these, you know, issues. Yeah. And this happened to you. This is fucked up. But, I'm but then pr- Riley. Yeah. But I'm going to pressure in all fairness, you to be in a fucking performance against your will. Cool. Right. 
Yeah. And in all fairness, Riley is like... Let me let you relive that night again. How about that? Does that sound like a good idea? That's exactly it. It's yeah. like, you know, and Riley's like, you're pushing too much. I didn't want to be part of this at all. Right. And says, we're not inspiring people. We're pissing people off. Mm-hmm. And the wrong people. Because now we're getting all these weird fucking texts. And then, okay, sorry. As Marty, Chris, and Riley argue in the kitchen, Jess goes to the attic for Christmas decor uh, because she's like, I'm not getting part of this. I need some happy things. Yeah. Because I just made a fucking ham successfully. So I'm going to go grab some Christmas decorations in the attic. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Peace out. Bye. Um, But yeah, she. But she's quickly dispatched. Up in the attic. But but then Marty and Nate have a pretty. Yeah. Because when then he, they get into it. Yeah, and I am 100% behind Nate on this one. Because he literally says, not all men. Not yes. all men are He assholes. does, in all fairness. And I, I agree like, with it. 100%, Nate. 100%. This movie is making me want to hate men. And I said, and, and I, I was like, I was, I think I even wrote, I'm like, 100%, Nate. 100%. Yeah. And, and poor Nate. And they make him such a fucking punching bag because he comes back. Right. And apologizes later. I was like, no, Nate, you were right. You're right on this one. Because he's got to sit there and listen to them fucking just degrade men for the whole time. And he's like... And he's got his poly pissy pants about it. And, yeah. and of course he does. I yeah. would. Yeah. Yeah. Be Could you imagine if the, ro- if the roles were reversed? And they yes. were talking about women that way? Or yeah. some it's way Mad like Men. That? Yes. Right. Yeah. Oh, Mad Men. Fucking show. Anyhow. Um, because, it's, yeah. I mean, whatever. Um, but... No, I'm 100%. So he, yeah. they have an argument and she kicks him out of the house. Yeah. And, um, and then. <laughs> not, not two seconds out the door, they get more texts. Yeah. And then an archer comes in shooting at them. What the fuck? The fuck? What I think the that's hell? What I was like, I think I actually sent that picture to you, though I had poured like yeah. half a bottle of wine into a there glass. Was ha- <laughs> there was a half bottle a bottle of wine. wine. Um, and, and, and a an taken underwire. out underwire from a bra. <laughs> On my table. Because, girl, we all been there. Yeah, because it was actually sticking it out. It pops like, up, man. Yeah, it pokes you. And you're like, yeah. fuck this thing. And I'm sitting there going, it was like, I, I was just done, guys. I was over done. It. Over it. And, but um, this is where it starts to kind of go pick up and, and go, picks the movie picks up and goes like 60 miles an hour mm-hmm. from here on. Uh, they hide. Riley goes down with a, goes downstairs. Oh, Marty's leg was grazed by an arrow by mm-hmm. one of the arrows the girls run upstairs to like the supply closet and lock themselves inside yeah. and kind of and uh, Chris like you know tends to Marty's wounds and they're like does anybody have a phone on them motherfucker we left them all downstairs so Riley takes this like wood like I don't know what the fuck stick and she breaks it in half so she's got a pointy hand and she volunteers to go downstairs mm-hmm. with a pointy stick to retrieve the phones um and then Chris, after tending in Marty's wound, goes to find Jess, which she does. Mm-hmm. And then, then poor Nate comes back. Poor Nate. And, Nate returns. Sorry, go ahead. Then fucking gets ganked. It's like, ah, oh, sucks. But there's I wrote something. Nate, the only good guy in this fucking movie. The only one. But well, Nate Landon. Landon. Yeah. The but, only one. Yeah. When he comes back to apologize. God. God. Uh, uh, Nate returns and sees Riley. He tells him someone is in the house. Nate wants to apologize. And he wants to apologize and say that he's had a migraine. Then we hear this strange, high-pitched noise, like a ringing. It discomforts him, but then he kind of shifts like a light switch. And he's like, 
who is in here? I will fuck. And he's mm-hmm. like getting all, you know, alpha or trying to. He's yeah. not really an alpha, but like there's nothing wrong with that. But no. then he's all like, someone's hurting my girls. These are my girls, yeah. he says. Yeah. And he gets shot in the face right, of the, right in the eye, I think, with an arrow. Mm-hmm. That poor fucking guy. Poor Nate. That poor guy. Um, but oh, they, they don't fuck. They have, they have zero chill about using this fucking car, though. I Peace know. out. Fighting. Get out. <laughs> the, <laughs> the archer. The archer approaches Knight Riley, slits her cheeks and makes them all rosy with her blood, and then looks up. And there's fucking mistletoe. Okay, so these cloaked hooded figures all have these weird masks on. The archer kisses Riley under the mistletoe. Eat a bag of dicks. Yep. Uh, But she's able to get away enough to stab him in the neck with a set of keys. His blood is black. Toxic masculinity. There it is. More hooded. Eat a a, a a dick. Bag of dicks. Eat a whole mess of them. More hooded figures come in and chase the girls around the house. Marty bites it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, not without a struggle to try to get the other girls, you know, to but safety. But she buys them time. But she, yeah, she buys them a little time. Oh, poor thing. The police are dispatched to what later turns out to be their sister sorority house. Mm-hmm. Also with hooded figures attacking. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting, too. Yeah. So they escape in Nate's car and then they argue again. Uh, Riley gets out to go to the frat house. Well, this is when they start theorizing what's happening. Yeah. And this is where um, Riley says that she thinks it's Hawthorne because he dabbled in black magic. Yeah. That they think that that's responsible to this this bust. The actual, right. The actual Calvin Hawthorne, mind you, because there's something going on with... Calvin Hawthorne and this frat where some maybe a spirit of him or something is still alive. Something supernatural is going on with Calvin Hawthorne. Yeah. So she like Chris is like, uh, let's let's go with the police. Right. And which but Riley's already had real bad experience with the police. So she's like And she says to- that. Yeah. Right. And she's like yeah, they kind of didn't believe me. What are we going to tell this them? This would be like the third strike they for me. Exactly. Yeah. They didn't believe me when our sister was missing, when our sorority sister was missing. I was and they raped. Didn't, when yeah. I, right. When I had a legit yeah. complaint. Yeah. Like, so. what do you think they're going to do? Right. So they decide instead to go to fraternity as you do. <laughs> well, she, Chris, Riley gets out of the car. Mm-hmm. Chris decides to go to the police en route Goes to the, the sorority. Sister sorority. Mm-hmm. So we follow Riley, um, gets out to go to the frat house to figure out why the Calvin Hawthorne bus gives them power. Well, you know why? Do, do you know why they are attacking the other sorority? No. It's because he didn't participate in the talent show. I'm sorry, what? Yep. That's what. Because they didn't participate? Mm-hmm. Oh, because they, they kind of boycotted it because mm-hmm. of the assault. Yep. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's why they're getting assaulted. That's, that's why. Yep. Cool. So, en route to the frat house with a fucking pink plastic shovel, <laughs> Riley, Riley runs into Landon on the street, who is en route to her you know sorority house, mm-hmm. and offers to help her. Uh, he creates... He, they get to the frat house. She's like... And she's like... All men suck right now in mm-hmm. her head, mm-hmm. even Landon. And right. she's just like, you want to help? Great. So <laughs> she has yeah. him create a distraction, some kind of distraction at the frat house 
so that she can go in to get to that bust. Right. Um, the frat boys appear. They offer Landon to join. Landon hears the high-pitched noise that Nate heard earlier hurting his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I had my sassy pants on, I guess. Brother Dick Licker says it's the founder bringing out his true alpha. <laughs> movie it's stupid it's so bad okay so then we see the thing leaking goo again um the bust and then um but we do find helena alive Mm -hmm. and held captive bound yeah so she so riley rescues helena but then gets knocked yeah but then gets knocked unconscious she tries to yeah she tries to can i if you don't mind my driving yeah, go for it. Cut to the big reveal. <laughs> I fucking hate this movie. Okay. Deep sigh, you guys. R- oh, Riley is bound in a chair. In enters Professor Gelson, Sexy Carrie Ellis. I'm sorry you had to do that. You felt you had to do this movie. Did you have like a... I wonder if he had like a, a bathroom that needed to be remodeled. <laughs> was he... What happened? I don't know. Did he get into an auto accident? Like, what the fuck? On, Gambling Carrie. debts? Come something? on, Carrie. Yeah. I love you, but... Well, I mean, I got, I got bigger questions for fucking Blumhouse. But anyhow. Mm, yeah. That's really who... Mm-hmm. The big reveal. Gelson uh, still heads the frat. Ultimately. Mm-hmm. Here are some quotes, guys. Buckle up. Before the end of his life. Hawthorne foresaw the threat posed by women, so he took precautions in case they strayed too far out of line. A master of the dark arts, he left instructions on how to create an army of young men to take our power back. We, uh, yada yada, they read a, quote, incantation inside the bust and the spirit of Calvin Hawthorne filled the pledges, possessing them with supernatural strength and drive, end quote. That's it. That's the movie. I just saved you two hours of your life by listening to this two-hour podcast. <laughs> so how, how, how do we overcome this black, black uh, arts, dark arts, black magic? That's what the word is going for. Well, the source <sighs> of the fucking... Black Ichor is this ugly ass bust. Ugly ass bust crying and bleeding out of his vagina. This <laughs> black goo. Of so, Riley is at a point where she is like trying her best to fight this fight herself. Mm-hmm. Then busts in her sisters, mm-hmm. the the sorority sisters that Chris picks up. She yeah. they all get to the frat house. And um, somehow Chris knows how to, you know, shoot an arrow at this point. Uh, they bust in and save her. Sure. Riley, sma- sure. Riley smashes the bust, releasing the pledges from possession. Landon and... The- oh, because they had taken over Landon by this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he was possessed. Landon and the girls make it out of the burning frat house, trapping the frat they lock boys them in there. inside. Yep, they lock them in the I had a big house. problem with this. Well, what, why couldn't they break the spell on the other guys? They, it did. Well, why did they kill him? Trying to get the fuck out of there. 
Well, they locked them well, in there. But the I don't know if it was Brian or the other douche douche nozzle, but he was like, I saw that. So I and I played this twice. In the subtitles, he's like, "No, we can change. We can do something." Or I'm sorry. And then he's like, "Fucking bitch!" And then they lock him in. So it's like, did he change? Did he not? I don't know. But, but either I can't way, there's like not the all- other, pl- the younger pledges. Right. That's what I'm gonna get at. Them the fuck out. Right. Like maybe there was just somebody who was like, "I'm just, I, I just put the the bows like in it. the quiver. I don't, I don't like it. Not a, I'm not an, an archer. I just, I just make the 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 the, the arrows. I don't, I don't." <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna I don't get burned to death. I know what I'm doing. Right, I'm gonna burn to death. Thanks, ladies. Thank, Thank you, you so much. So they, yeah, they lock the boys inside the frat house, burning alive. Yep. The girls watch the blaze close up on Riley, who smiles at first, then drops to an almost panicked look. Credits. Because she realizes what she's done. I think she realizes that. Yeah, that's what, that's the only thing I can think of is like in the panic of the moment, they're all trying to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, because it think, is lit on. It, I think it was she realizes there are, there are young, probably young guys that didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, that are or what if Landon was stuck in there? Doing. What if Landon had never come out of the thing? Yeah, he yeah. didn't do anything. No, and he was like trying to apologize to her, and she's like, "Not the right time." Well, let's totally, do this later. Yeah, hundred percent on that one. Like, right. Let's just. Okay, okay I got later. it. Thank got you. It. Cool. Thank you. Moving on. We will have sex later. Just get... Yeah, it's fine. Let's go. I'll sit on your face in a minute. Just, just let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, so credits. Po- I was going post-credit scene. I was wondering if you watched it or not. Fuck I was wondering if you Fuck this movie. Fuck this movie so fucking hard. how? 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 I don't know. Cut to Claudette the cat. Uh, licking up some of the black ichor that was coming out of Must been... one of the frat boys. More credits. <sighs> Miss Ray, what do you give this? <laughs> Are we doing our ratings? Please, please, please rate me. <laughs> rate me. Well, rate me. Rate me. I was going to say, let's enunciate. <laughs> rate me. <laughs> Yeah, there's a hard T on that one. Yeah. Blood and gore. Wow. One. Two. It was kind of gross. If that, if the ichor had been blood. I mean, she would have given them an R rating, so. Right. I don't. It It was still pretty gross. Which is like, why the fuck? The only thing I can think of is because they wanted teenage girls to see this. And I was like, no. Girl power, whatever. Possibly. Girls, that girl with a G-U-R-L-Z at the end. Girls. 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 Yeah. No. It was really fucking lame, man. Oh my god! Look, I understand. Look, I understand the whole girl power thing. Listen, I really do. It was my Alex Jones. But it, well, listen, eh, let's not segue there, dude. I already feel sick enough to my stomach. Flesh cookies. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. All right. Like we said before, uh, equality is a two-way street. Yep. I'm sorry to say it, but it is. It is, ladies. It is. You can't. It, this was like a, a bubbling stew of all, like all these talk about half baked ideas. Like all these things. I want to throw in there like um, equality. We want to throw in um, you know uh, battling against racism. We want to throw in, mm-hmm. uh, in um, the Me Too movement. We want to throw in right. this and this and this. All and this these and this. things. It's like all these half thought out ideas. It's like great. Not maybe the best platform. This is not the best platform to throw them all together and make a point that actually will, right. will, will um, hit home and I will, you know, that the viewers will be like, yes, 
this has changed my view of this. Yeah. Another. Were they trying to make this frat represent the newborn Aryan nation that was uprising during this time? You mean time? like the Proud Boys? Yes. I think it, I, I think it was a lot of everything. I think it was a I lot agree. of everything. I think it was a lot of everything. But then you had other things that would have had to play into it if that was true. Well, because if you look at the trivia that I the because it wasn't just women. Yeah, if you look at the IB trivia, like not only is Carrie Elway supposed to be just Jordan B. Peterson, but he's also supposed to be Brett Kavanaugh. It's like he can't he can't be everybody, guys. Right, can't do it all. One or the other. You know, like it, it, fine, but like. He's not a judge, so right. you don't understand how right. he's like Brett Kavanaugh. Um, whatever. I mean, it's just, it's a lot of shit that's like, guys. They nah. threw it in a blender. And it, yeah, and like, this is the horrible smoothie that came out. Yeah. Gave me botulism. Somebody- another another movie that we sat on the toilet for three days afterwards. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, um, Jesus. Um, um, all right. So Blood and Gore, I gave it a two. You gave it a one. One, yeah. Uh, spooky Scary. Oh, God. Negative. No. Like, no. 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 Uh, sex and romance. I would also nope. give that a, ne- a hard negative. Because well, the Landon... The Landon stuff. I mean, romance... I mean, I guess we should just say sex. There was, like... Sex. Yeah. Zero. Any boobs? No. Any just dicks? PG-13. Oh, it's PG-13. There were plenty of dicks, but not ah, actual penises. There were hard, some hard dicks. <laughs> <in there. laughs> uh, okay. Fun. Black oh, God. Yeah. No. 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 And it's not even, like, with... Halloween 6 where it was so bad but I had fucking fun with it. Yeah. This was like it wasn't, was it wasn't even awesomely bad. Yeah. I was just fucking angry. I was angry and hammered. Yeah. And I was looking forward to this one good. so much because I'd heard how feminist it was and I was super excited and I was like no. This is no, no. horseshit. This is, this is fake feminism. This is like yeah. over the top crazy. Okay. Who was this written by? I just um, April Wolf and uh, the the director Sophia Tacall. And they had the... oh, so this was directed by women. Yeah. And written by women. Yeah. Well, and huh. and the writers and they they have the gall to put in Roy Moore, who was the the screen uh, screenwriter for. 74. I was like, don't even, don't be, bring that man's name into this bullshit. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. I mean, because in the long run, it comes down to, you look at this and you're like, this is so, it's not well made. No. It's not well made. It's edited horribly. As a female, I was offended. Yeah. I mean, the pacing is just fucking garbage. And it's just all over the... and the, the, even like there's not even a good soundtrack it's just all over the fucking place sorry I'm looking at so um, I love IMDB um, there's because I was looking at critic reviews through mm-hmm. through IMDB mm-hmm. looking for a woman's opi- another woman's opinion mm-hmm. most of the critics in, in are fairness men. are men mm-hmm. she, this is uh, but why though podcast.com uh <laughs> Review, Black Christmas 2019, isn't bad because of its themes, just everything else. Well, I want to say even the themes, because it, it, because you can't... It, it, no. Because, yes, all together, separate themes, fine. But all blended up together, no. No. Also, you know, you can't put this on here and say that it's like... See, it's a send up or it's a, you know, remake of of this movie when it's not. Mm-hmm. 
And it, right, it's not a remake. Mm-mm. You can't call it a remake if it has, it has nothing to do mm-hmm. other than it being centered on a sorority house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. Well, oh, so Black Hearts. Did you, oh, no, we already did that. So none, neither of us had fun. I yeah. had. I said zero. So. I was pissed off. Yeah. Um, I could give it a negative if I could. Um, so <laughs> if I could. We're just going to say no, we do not recommend this one. <laughs> no. All right. The 74 version? For sure. 100%. I will probably do watch it. it before Christmas again. Please fucking do it. Um, I'll, again, I'll even say the 2006. If you've got time, it's free on Tubi. Yeah. Um, and also, um, if you have Shudder, uh, Black Christmas is free on Shudder right now, too. So uh, I would go. And I'd also recommend. Okay, so recommendations. What are you going to recommend? Oh. So um, going through Shudder, I'm going to recommend. Uh, I have not seen this year's yet, so I don't know which ones he did. Um, but I, I've watched the ones before in the previous years uh joe bob briggs um horror host joe bob briggs uh, has a uh, a series on shutter that he does usually for the holidays uh so he'll do halloween obviously and then he does christmas and one year he did thanksgiving like he did um a thanksgiving special but he he near you know he um uh curates uh a night of different movies and his was last his was friday night his was last christmas one and i'm looking to see what um Wow, that's not Christmas. Okay, thanks. So anyhow, so this year, Joe Bob Ruins Christmas. His Christmas movies, well, his movies, his selections are Ice Cream Man, which is amazing, uh, and Gator Bait. And now, I will also recommend uh, Riff Tracks has a Ice Cream Man that they riff over, a version of Ice Cream Man. And it's Ice Cream Man with um, uh, Clint Howard. He is the titular Ice Cream Man. Oh. Um, but I would totally recommend it because Joe Bob is, he's been in this business for 40 years, more. So he knows, he has an encyclopedic encyclopedic knowledge of the industry. Mm-hmm. Not just horror movies, just film industry altogether. So he no. goes on, he, you know, a lot of times he gets a little too, like, conservative for me. Like, he might be, that's where his, like, political leanings are. Mm-hmm. But he's still, and kind of like, eh. But I still like him. Mm-hmm. Um and so he talks about the movies and usually it's gets anecdotes. Huh? It's not obnoxious. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I do. I can deal with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I, that's what I recommend. Sweet. Yeah. I watched a... It's on Netflix. It's a uh, docu-series. Mm-hmm. Um, that's... Can't count. One, two, nine. Six episodes long, mm-hmm. called Trial by Media. Oh, I was gonna watch that. Really good. Is it? I thought it was fascinating. Um, it is a docu series that centers on uh, various crimes that have happened um, over the last uh, couple decades. Uh, they go into now Peterson? that Scott Peterson is he on that one? No. Okay, sorry. No, but they get into like, uh, do you remember? Um, a short, do you remember the talk show Jenny Jones? Yeah, because that one guy that yeah. found out his there was a gay guy that was a, a, that had a crush on him. Someone has a secret crush on you. Guess mm-hmm. who it is? And he and murdered he, him. And he murdered him. Right, like two days later. Mm-hmm. Insane. Um, but it was how it's it's basically about centering on these crimes where because of so much media attention, and there are some cases they obviously don't do because they are so obvious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the OJ trial. That right. was so highly televised. And media coverage was so insane about it that it shifted because of the general opinion of the public. Mm-hmm. How can you get it? How can you possibly yeah. get a fair jury? Right. 
Right. How can you possibly get right like um, a, a fair trial? Right. Because the um, jury of your peers and uh, the rest of the world have already judged you. Right. And uh, it kind of delves into that. And I thought it was really, really cool and interesting. Uh, you should kind really of a, feel for defense attorneys. Yes, it does. Yeah. They have a really, here's a really hard fucking I job. I get, most people are like, yeah, I want to get into criminal law. And they always want to be, be a prof- fucking prosecutor. Computer. Exactly. Listen, until you've, not that I've, luckily, have not had this personal experience. But the more that I see the other side of things, the more, like, I I could go on and on and on about prison reform, about, um, and I've watched a bunch of, you know, documentaries on that, read about it, about our prison system in general in this country. I mean, it's the prison, the uh, capacity of, of in, incarcerated peoples has doubled since 1985, almost tripled. And it's for, for things that people probably shouldn't be incarcerated for. Right, right. Drug for charges. Dumb shit. Yeah. And it's so, so sad. Yeah. And those people can't get a fair break because mm-hmm. of various reasons. But one of those things being, you know, your, the environment you come from, yeah. you know, if you're... Anyway, that that's a whole different subject. But this docuseries deals mm-hmm. with the high media coverage of fucking everything. And how yeah. can you possibly, you know, have... Be unbiased. Even judges have a hard time. Yeah. And some have recused themselves uh, from cases because it's just so massively mm-hmm. covered mm-hmm. on the news. You can't yeah. get away from it. So anyway, uh, on Netflix called Trial by Media. Cool, Leo. Well, we got some things coming up. Well, besides fucking Christmas. Ha- Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Happy Christmas. holidays. Uh, we already... Did we say Happy Hanukkah to our to our Jewish friends? We did. We Earlier did. in the month? Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, happy way post-Hanukkah. Yeah. So like happy Kwanzaa, because it'll be... Happy the, Kwanzaa the, on the 26th. Day, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Happy Boxing Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but, and, um, if we have any UK listeners, happy, which I think we do, so... Right. Happy Saturnalia. <laughs> <laughs> happy whatever the cult of Cthulhu is. Um, so, our next... So, January is our <laughs> New York... New York Eve... Uh, month. Uh, <laughs> Lean is looking at me like she wants to kill me. It's I can only tell you, because I didn't have any better ideas. If, I can tell you right now, you're going to enjoy them. I probably you're going will. to enjoy. I'm actually. You know what? I'm especially after this piece of garbage. Yeah. I'm looking forward to a good I mean, old claymation. Yes. Stop motion. Amazing. Sign me the fuck up. So for cheesy, campy anime. Oh. Like sign yes. me the fuck up. It's gonna be great. I want to laugh. So we got some chud coming up. There's oh. chud one and two. I just don't like that chud, word. Chud two, but oh. the chud. And but then the chud. That'll be probably. I'm gonna look at my calendar. It'll probably be. Okay, so it'll be the eleventh. Yeah, the eleventh. Yeah, the eleventh will come out. That'll be Chud and Chud one and Chud two, <laughs> and then the twenty fifth will be Basket Case one and two. <laughs> you are. And, gonna... all, and by the way, only one and two because we can't, we can't find... get find three because it's so bad. Yeah, I, you could probably you could buy it, but I'm not buying it. No. I'm not buying a VHS. Buying I don't it. have a VHS player for one. Um, <laughs> I used to. I know. Me too. Like I everyone did. Like six months ago. Oh God. Oh, yeah. We could have watched oh, yeah. it at your house. We could have. Uh, but oh. no, we're not. I mean, there's there comes a time where you like, I, how much am I going to invest in this? Right. Buying a VHS of that is not going to be high on my list. So so cute. On this Christmas 
<laughs> Christmas Eve. It's not Christmas Eve. On the <laughs> leading up to Christmas Eve, I'm going to say happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to my co-host. Happy holidays to my oh. dearest one. Happy holidays to all of you. Thanks for listening. Thank yep. for, thanks for your support. And we will see you in the new year. Yay. So this is Ray. And Queen is signing off. off for 2021. Yeah. This has been the Booze, Boobs, and Blood podcast. <laughs> <laughs>